0: Blank Jack with Griffin and David. Black Jack with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Black Jack.
1: Boy, you people sure stay up late. We keep odd podcasts. <laughs>
2: God, we what keep a pod nightmare. hours.
1: It's a nice short one. Yeah, That's right? Quite nice. Yeah, good. Short. <laughs> exactly. Let's just get it over with. That's Fun. great. We
3: did
2: it. Uh, and as it's, always, it's please remember to raise your views. No, 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 not that short. Come on. We can do five minutes. Hi, everybody. My name is Griffin Newman. I'm David Sims. This is a blank check with Griffin and David. That's the two of us. We're hashtag the two friends. True. A competitive advantage in podcasts and in life. And in life. I yeah. think so. I think it helps us. Being, being friends? Yeah. It's helped me. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, look, if I didn't have a friend, uh, who would I hang out with? <laughs> you ever try a one-person hangout? It sucks. <laughs> I do it all the time. Are you kidding me? I, me too. It's most of my life. <laughs> yeah, we are exactly. both weird, hermetic, lonely men. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, how you doing? I'm, d- I'm doing okay. okay. I, I, uh, very relevant to today's movie. hmm uh, I, I have to uh, uh, shoot a thing tomorrow morning from when we're recording this episode. A mm. piece and I, of cinema? Uh, a piece of cinema. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have been keeping very terrible vampire hours. Uh, my body has not readjusted since Australia, which has been like three weeks now. Yeah, but they re- that really fucked you over. It fucked me over. Yeah, I mean, that's, so, that's rough. Right. I've been purposefully uh, depriving myself of sleep. Yeah, Griffin like lives in yesterday now or right. whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself overtired. Uh, So you'll fall asleep
1: tonight. That's your plan. Right. But that's fucks me up. You see, I used to do this in college. Yes. Where I would sleep later and later. And then I'm like, my sleep schedule would suddenly be like, I go to bed at 8 a.m. and wake up at 4 p.m. And I'd be like, well, this is a disaster. So I'll just stay up for 36 hours. Yes. And but then what would happen is your body would just go insane. Yeah. And you would fall asleep at 10 p.m. and like wake up at 2 a.m. and your body would be like, you don't need sleep anymore, right? Because you haven't been sleeping. So I'm waking
2: you up. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, I've been dealing with one form of insanity for three weeks. I'm trying to just see, at the very least, if I can move to a lateral form of insanity. Sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But I walk okay. into the studio, leather jacket, sunglasses, face half-charred. Yeah, he's got his Duncan. Right. Uh, um, but no, but I feel like a vampire is my yes, point, I David. I feel like I a vampire. Get, I get it. Which is relevant because this is a podcast about filmography. Sure. Directors who have had massive success early on, and they're issued a series of blank checks. That's true. Sometimes those checks clear. sometimes they bounce baby turn your phone off I'm turning it off right now I'm sorry I'm really I'm all all over it Uh, but um, this is a a mini series about the films of Catherine Bigelow Catherine Bigelow and what's it called Pod 19 The Widowcaster of course it is and we are now at her her second film her yes the things are starting to come together the pieces are starting to come together yeah and the movie's called Near Dark yeah this was the movie that got her noticed right right because you know Loveless she's co-directing it sure it's more of a sort of, like, artistic experiment. Right. It's a festival movie. But this is... She's she's making a studio film, a low-budget studio film, the likes of which rarely exist today. A, it's a DEG film, right? It's not really a studio. Yeah. And he, I guess, had, like, an output deal with MGM. He was, like, a quasi-studio head in the 80s, though. Uh, right. De Laurentiis. But that's... Uh, this movie... Uh, I'm very curious to see what the numbers are like in oh, terms of listenership for this episode because this movie is almost impossible to watch now. Right, and it's because of that, isn't it? Yes. That's, it's because of the Delorent
1: Because I was trying to figure out why is this movie so hard to watch, but yes. is it, it's the De Laurentiis thing. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Dino! Be- Dino! Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're talking about Near Dark today, and we have a great guest. Near Dark, and we have a great guest who obeyed my rule. Talking, talking on my introduction. Well, it's what I we, we talked about this. last I know. Week. Yes. I know.
4: I have to speak before you introduce me.
2: Exactly. You must. And, and you did. Exactly.
4: And they did. Exactly.
2: Uh, I and tried. Also, a guest taking advantage of our freestanding policy that we will pay first class airfare for any <laughs> international. Well,
4: yeah, that's why I'm here. Well, yeah,
2: it's, not, it's not.
1: This You're is right. our first international guest, this but first any first guest who's traveling from another place, you might right? By air. Right. Yes. right. Right. She
2: really called her like both. Fran Hoffner on this came one. from Chicago. Amy Nicholson came from LA. Right. Hmm. And we put Fran Hoffner on Spirit Airlines and it only cost us like seventy dollars. Yeah, well, so. you know, <laughs> we're
1: first class is
2: basically just like a slightly bigger seat. You know right.
1: whatever, yeah. come on.
2: But today's guest stretched the wallet a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh she she is a film critic for Little White Lies. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mani Lazak. Hello. Did I pronounce your last Mani name? Manny Lazak. I <laughs> <it. You laughs> fucked it up it was one of the
4: Lies other Lies is the actual real way of saying okay.
1: it but that's fine I shoplifted uh, Little White Lies once when I was in college that's a good by one mistake. to do by oh, mistake that's fine well sort of by mistake
2: but David how would you <laughs> have oh, been boy. able to they shoplift that that's a magazine in that's published in England
1: that's true well, I grew up in England um, I don't know if you know that about me you grew me. up in England
4: yeah. Yeah. never heard that one before no yeah. never
1: yeah. um does FOP still exist? Yes, It's still Shit. there. Shit, wow. yeah. Okay. You mean, it's you mean the a archetype, miracle. or <laughs> oh, yeah, that still exists? <laughs> no, FOPs it is yeah. <laughs> still exists. Yeah, FOPS are still around. FOP is a yeah. indie music. It used to be yeah. like a record store, right? It's
4: a record store. They also sell books and yeah. DVDs and Blu-rays. It's and it's for- kind of a miracle that it still exists. I think I can't believe so, they still yeah. exist. That's it's nuts. It's like five pound DVDs and right. That's yeah. and I used it's to cool. go to FOP
1: all the time, and I was in FOP once, and I was looking at this brand new magazine called a little like it was it was when it was first launching.
4: Yeah.
1: I think Bad Education was on the cover, the Amodavar movie. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh and I just walked out with it. Like I didn't buy anything and I just walked out with it. And <laughs> I walked like free? 4 blocks and I realized like wait, I never paid for this thing. Like you know, no one stopped me. <laughs> anyway. So like I'll accidental shop Yeah, anyway. no, it wasn't it wasn't very malicious. It's, it's okay.
4: Now you mention it on your podcast like you're paying back it's fine. Exactly. If yeah. they want to come after
2: me, I'll pay yeah. them you know, whatever the cover price was. Do <laughs> yeah, you like know how been, much like, they're like, going to boost their listenership with this episode? Sorry. I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, is, was FOP like, or is, I guess it still exists, like the the Kim's video of London? Yeah, but it came later. Like okay. FOP mm. launched when I was in college.
1: Like it was sort of just like they were trying to be like, what if, you know, Virgin Megastore or whatever was like a little cooler and yeah. like okay. a little more indie, you know? And it, at least in London it worked. I guess it still mm. works. Yeah. yeah. Um, fop. It was yeah. kind of like, what if Amoeba Records had branches all okay. over the city? Gotcha. You know, yeah. like gotcha, that kind gotcha. of thing. Mm. But not as good as that.
2: Right. Right. Because yeah. Kim's video closing felt like a watershed moment in the death of a certain kind of New York. For sure. Kim's video is a very special New York thing. I'mo And Amoeba's like allegedly dangling by a thread oh these boy. days, right? I don't, like, I don't mm-hmm. like hearing that. I don't either. I mean, that's obviously a big chunk that's of a, real estate. That's a California thing. Yeah. Uh, this right. has been Shop Talk, where we literally <laughs> talk about <laughs> shops.
4: Does HMV still exist? Yeah, I think it you know, closed recently, from, actually. Yeah. See? Goes, I used to go to HMV
1: all the time. Clack, yeah. clack, 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 clack. That's me going through CDs. <laughs> clack,
2: clack, clack. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Clack, clack, clack. I had yeah, because I went to high school in Brooklyn, and I had a friend. I grew mm-hmm. up. Me 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 No London.
1: Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. judging you. Uh,
2: but um, uh, my my friend and I lived in the West Village, so we take the subway together. Uh, my to friend Brooklyn, Spike and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, after school, Spike Jones. It was Spike Jones, mm-hmm. the filmmaker. <laughs> uh, he had a in a weird Billy Madison style twist. They wouldn't give him financing adaptation unless he went back to school right because sure. it turned out he had never graduated uh okay um so
1: you're saying it's like never been kissed that's my
2: sweaty bit right. i'm yeah. doing right now whatever <laughs> i don't fuck I, i'm not sleeping yeah,
1: yeah yeah uh forget about that
2: one right forget about it, it's, it forget forget it but ben forget it, 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 it record, yeah. record
1: it yeah. make it its own new podcast start a network around it make Let's, it a spin yeah. what's
4: up
1: <laughs> emergency
2: <laughs> mini so just that joke <laughs> um Ugh. but we would go to the virgin mega store and do and do the the clack clack clack. I don't want to brag clack, but we like do some, some clack clack, clack clacking mm-hmm. and would get angry when like movies we owned on DVD had been re-released with new cover art. Yeah, with like a better DVD. Oh, yeah. Not even like if it was sure. better we'd like begrudgingly upgrade. Uh-huh. We double mm-hmm. dip. but if it was just like oh, fuck, now like the terminator has like a lenticular cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's petty dork. as hell but yeah it was, <laughs> you're right it was petty as hell but like I had some flipper DVDs from like way back in
1: the day yeah. and I remember yeah the new one would come out and you'd be like alright mm. and was it Warner Brothers that had the little that, that the, cardboard the, the, case the cardboard case with the uh, Warner Brothers
2: that. was shitting the bed the first three years of DVD because it was those cardboard cases and the flipper discs and they were just they weren't making it easy for you uh, yeah yeah I agree
4: if I can talk about another shop please, please. because we're talking about shop shop talk shop. <laughs> There's, a, there's There are those um, second-hand DVD shops sure. uh, in the UK called CEX. Actually, oh I realized God. recently it's called... I used to go to CDX all the time! Yeah, right? But actually, Sorry. I found out recently that it's supposed to be pronounced sex. And I'm like, come on. Like, Wait, I'm not gonna... what? Yeah. What? I was like, no, it's a C. You have to say all the letters. Otherwise, it's weird. C-E-X. So anyways...
1: Because it was Computer Exchange, I think, right. was where it first came from. Probably. I used to go there and buy, like, old Nintendo games as well. You know, like, yeah, they, they would just have a bunch too. of, like... Yeah, Random secondhand yeah. crap, you know, it's sort of so, like a pawn shop for teens, yeah. And That's so,
4: like, sex. almost like every <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> and yeah. there was a the Wi Fi in one of the shops called the Safe CS, <laughs> the Wi Fi, anyways. Uh, and uh, my sister like and her that boyfriend, that so my sister Elena Lazic mm-hmm. on Twitter, also a film critic, and Chained her boyfriend up. Paul Ridd, uh, yeah, he's all the form. way away. That's that yeah. was
1: my joke about him at Toronto,
4: yeah, because yeah. Paul Ridd, Paul Ridd, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, he people. plays art man. <laughs> So anyways... Uh, One letter away. <laughs> One consonant away. <laughs> what they do almost every weekend is that, is that they walk to the CX in Camden and uh, they buy like 15 shitty movies on DVD and then they watch them. And it's really fun.
1: It is fun. And
0: sometimes Camden. it's good movies,
4: but many times it's just really bad movies. Oh, and it's man.
0: really fun. I, yeah. I got a shop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I love. That's from U- the UK. Uh, Rough Trade.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 In uh,
0: Williamsburg. I, I like uh, listening to vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I I go and I spend way too much money. uh, You can spend so much money at those places. It's crazy. Yeah, that's where you're like, no,
1: I need this Yes album. I know it's (laughs) eighteen (laughs) dollars, but Uh,
2: come on, not Yes. I love Yes. Look,
1: I'm just saying what I like. that's fine. That's fine. Go on, go on. That
2: show that shop Mm -hmm. opened pretty recently, and it feels like anomalous that like a new place like that sprung up. But then it's also so telling that it like has to be a venue as well. Right, like it's clearly bankrolled by the fact that they're able to do shows there. Yeah, like I bet the liquor pays for them having a brick and mortar record shop. Oh, mm, for
0: sure. Maybe. They yeah. also do like uh, art installations. uh um, oh. in yes. the space 2, Yeah, like monthly, which is really cool. Um,
2: we recorded a podcast there once, remember?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yes. What that was a mess. Was it a TCGS time? After Party. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I actually purchased a Cramps' album. Sure. Which is uh, featured in the movie we're talking about today.
2: Hey. Near dark. Look at that. Right back nice. on the tracks. Thank well, you, Ben. ben. No. <laughs> no. Thank <laughs> you, producer ben. ben. Thank you, Purdue or Ben. We're right back on the tracks. We can go on with our episode, Poet Laureate. <laughs> Thank you, Haas. Let's get straight to our talk the peeper hey you're checking, welcome just checking my email let's keep this episode moving <laughs> sure the tiebreaker mm-hmm. yeah I mean if you need me to settle something I can do that so by all means keep talking we're then. talking about the <laughs> Drawing <out>. near dark <laughs> yeah. birthday Benny
0: well it was in June but yeah right. you can wish me a birthday sure yeah sure Thanks. I you can wish you a birthday
2: <laughs> is that what you say right <laughs> yeah that's hey, what you <laughs> hey birthday hey birthday to you yeah happy birthday to the meat lover oh, okay <laughs> yeah. uh, any more well, I just. Are think we just going to call it quits there? No, I think Come it's important on, that we talk. We, we're here to talk about a movie. It's important that we talk about Near Dark. And it's also important that we acknowledge he's graduated to certain titles over the course of different miniseries. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Such as producer Ben Kenobi, Kylo Ben, Ben Sate, Ben Night Shyamalan, Save Anything, Yaley Ben's with a dollar sign, Haas, <laughs> and Purdue Bain. These are important things. I think so too. These are important things. How do you even remember these? I forget half of <laughs> he them. He forgets okay. him all the time.
1: But honestly, <laughs> I mean, strange. he's the one who does it. I mean, credit yeah. to Griffin. He's, uh, you know, he the mantle is on him to yeah. remember these fucking names. And he does it.
2: Yeah. I also, I mean, most of my rent is paid for by remembering words. <laughs> true. True. You
0: true. Know? It's a good
2: job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: yeah. My I rent's think- paid for by writing words. But do you ever remember them?
0: I ask you. So rarely. <laughs> in fact, you. I
2: usually repeat them
1: constantly within the same article and then point pointed out to me later. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like David, I, you said the word blunt
2: 8 times in this today
1: and I was like, yeah, well, Yeah, yeah I yeah. read
2: some hacky review of yours recently. You used the word and like 75 times. <laughs> I know. I really lean on that one. Yeah. Oh boy. Hack. It's a um, writer's
4: thing. You wouldn't understand. It, okay, okay, I'm
2: getting writer Trump. Um, <laughs> So this is Catherine Bigelow's second movie. It comes out a, a good handful of years after The Loveless, but The Loveless had an extended birthing process because it was doing a long retitling film festival uh-huh. uh, circuit. Yeah, and also The Loveless made no
1: money. So right. yeah, I'm sure she was sort of hunting around, scraping for bucks.
2: What's it, calling Card? Uh, yeah. She starts developing a screenplay, which she uh, you know, wants to make a, a genre movie, a slightly more commercial film, and she really wanted to make a Western. Yes. Was- uh, She wanted to make a Western. Uh, go on, sir. R- riding a Western with her buddy. Eric Red, Good name. Uh,
1: who wrote The Hitcher- <laughs> sure. For this, which was his college thesis. Okay. And it got turned into a fucking great movie with yeah. Rucker Hauer yeah. that I love, uh, and his name is Eric Red, which is a very Scandinavian mythic name to
2: mm-hmm. have. Right. Uh, and he's a guy. And, and he's yeah. he's Aunt Mont. Uh, excuse me. He's a couple letters away from yeah, Paul Rudd, maybe. so it's, <laughs> I had to change it more. Uh, and a
4: couple letters,
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> he uh, later
1: writes uh, Blue Steel uh, again with mm-hmm. Catherine Bigelow. Uh, that's about it. He wrote Undertow, that like uh, '90s TV movie that she made. With oh. uh, fucking Lou Diamond Phillips and Charles Dance.
2: I did not know that was a thing. Oh, ho, ho, it's
1: a thing, all right, my friend. Uh, it's a fuzzy script with amateurish direction, according to a TV Guide. Okay. How did Lou get the nickname Diamond? I don't know, man, because he's a badass. That's how.
2: Well, growing up originally, he was Lou Cole Phillips. <laughs> he. And then years of, of yeah, high yeah, pressure. That's just not <laughs> funny. <laughs> Two uh, <laughs> <Too Too> comedy That is funny. comedy I will fight you to the end of the earth on that. That is a good. Joke. Apparently, apparently, I may be delirious right now. Apparently, <laughs> but I'm Eddie Murphy delirious. Lou Diamond
1: <laughs> was named after a war hero called Lou Diamond. That was his name, Lou Diamond. His name was actually James Diamond. That's oh. crazy. So and Diamond's then, real, but Lou isn't. Right. And then <laughs> his father died and he took his stepfather's surname Phillips as well.
2: Wait, so Diamond's the only part Diamond's of his name is that is real? real?
1: Yes. Isn't that That's bonkers? How? You Good to, for Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips. I mean, I'd hold on to it too.
2: This is not we've talked about Lou Diamond Phillips two episodes in a row. <laughs> like, well, yeah, and we're gonna talk about James LeGros.
1: We're gonna there's yeah. some oh, we're gonna talk about well, I don't want to spoil it actually. I don't want to spoil it. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited about okay. someone else we're gonna talk about. Wow. Who's nice. just like seems to have taken over my life. Dramatic tease. Mm,
2: mm, mm. <laughs> uh man, I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. Oh. Um so she she's trying to make this Western happen. Sure. And everyone goes, dead genre. Yeah, not cool. This is the 80s, baby. Right. The 80s are about vampires. Right. So she goes, I got to mash it up.
1: Uh, because in 85, you got Fright Night.
0: Yes. Vampires.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And there was another uh, Lost Boys. In
1: 87, you got The Lost Boys,
0: yeah. the Lost Boys yes. which
1: is comes out right before Near Dark. So I, I refuse
2: to accept. But maybe they knew that was coming and that it was going to be a big movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because that was a big movie. It was probably like they, they might have read some announcement. It was a yeah. big ish movie, it was a, a major cult movie. I like the Lost had, Boys. Had big stars in it though, huge, Up huge stars. Are you a
1: Jason Patrick, Alex Winter. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so, so she, she throws some vampire. She throws in the mix.
1: She essentially decides
2: to reinterpret both the western and the vampire because she loves combining. to play with
4: genre.
2: She, she does, does like to play with genre. Now, here's what I was very fascinated by watching this movie. I think to some degree, this movie plays like a remake of the Loveless.
1: A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's about a bunch of bad boys rolling through town. Right.
2: It's this sort of like destructive cloud of like like male ego unchecked. But there's also Mm -hmm. a bad girl. Right, but, but she's kind of like, she's yeah. hanging in the balance a little bit. Mm. She seems a little less bad than them. Yeah,
4: yeah but, she she's makes, the nicest but she makes, bunch, what's yeah. his
2: name, a vampire? Yeah, I agree. Unprompted. I agree, yeah. dick move. Yeah, <laughs> that
4: <laughs> wasn't cool. cool. Dick move.
2: <laughs> but like the big kind of centerpiece of this movie is them holding this bar hostage, which is very similar to the centerpiece of- It is, yeah, of the Loveless. Of yes. the Loveless, mm-hmm. and I think notably during that whole section, she just kind of disappears into the background. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. You know, there's, like, a 15-minute mm-hmm. section where you're like, oh, right, she's in this movie. Yeah. Because you're mostly watching the boys rip it up, draw some blood. And, and when um, she,
4: like, goes for a victim, she goes, like, seduction mode. Yes. And yes. then she lets the other guy, like, pursue him. So she's kind of not playing it completely. And she's, yeah. she's
1: helpful. She's nice to yeah. Pazdar when he's like, I don't want to kill people. She seems to have a mm-hmm. conscience in the way the others don't. Mm-hmm. Well, especially, you know, Paxton. who's the Now, this movie... Shares three cast
2: members with Aliens, right? which mm-hmm. came out the year before. Our Can good you name friends. them? Uh, yes, they're Jeanette Goldstein, yes. Lance Henriksen, yes. and Bill Paxton, my three best friends in the world. Exactly. The three great
1: people. And and she knew Cameron mm-hmm. right around now, and they later marry. Right. But they're starting to hang out. Maybe. Uh, yes. So James Cameron together. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously there's some sort of intertwining of like. He said, like, hey, I built a rep company here there. if you want to
2: borrow them for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and she scrapes, she gets $5 million. And the movie, uh, made less than that when it came out. Uh, made $3.4 million. Aww. But like very, very quickly
1: grew. Uh, sure. I mean, became like a sort of well-regarded cult hit of the yeah. 80s. Yes. And it, I f- agree. It feels yeah. very ahead of its time. Yes. Yeah. It also has one of the best posters of all time. Agreed. I think. Mm.
2: But like everything about this movie screams like Comic Con to me now. Sure. Yeah. yeah In yeah. the sort of obsession with taking like different genres and mm-hmm. coming up with like very kind of everyday iconographic images and outfits and all that sort of stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. The yeah. archetypes within it. I mean, it feels like this like totally predates Preacher. Yeah, You know, yeah. which yeah. has like a very similar kind of sensibility. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other
1: genre Western, like how much of a thing was that before? You know, where it's like X genre plus Western. Right. right.
4: Cowboy versus aliens.
1: Yeah, well, the greatest. I mean, it all leads up to Cowboys versus yeah. aliens. Yeah, that's the right? it all right. came together. This right. is the beginning of the, t- you know, the snake and Cowboy versus aliens is the, ha- I don't
0: know. Um, bone hammer or or bone,
1: bone tomahawk. Tomahawk. <laughs> that movie's just like, what if some white guys got eaten?
2: Right. And cut into pieces. The mashups of genres in that movie are Western and racism. <laughs> Those are the two genres that are being put together.
4: Racism movies are my favorite genre. They're really, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's kind of that thing where, like, people go, like, well, racism movies are meant for kids. Like, is it kind of infantilizing to watch racism movies? But I think when the craft is there, it's it's not. Yeah. Right. Um. What was I going to say? The Wikipedia page cites two previous vampire Western uh, movies yeah. Curse of the Undead and Billy the Kid versus Dracula right so those mm-hmm. both sound like we have
1: a weekend let's make something <laughs>
2: slap um, some fangs in a cowboy Billy the together. Kid
1: versus Dracula looks like a lot of fun John Carradine played Dracula in it that and, sounds uh, amazing uh, yeah. it was directed by uh, this, I can't pronounce this Orson Welles no I, I was directed <laughs> by some, uh, William Bodine Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, who churned out many a movie, many a picture. Many pictures. Uh, I mean, like, this guy's filmography is so Gee. in-depth. It wow. has to be, like, numbered. Who and is he? Into decades. decades. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, his quote, wait, I want to read this now. Um, <laughs> These films are going to be made regardless of who directs them. There's a market for them, and the studios are going to continue to make them. I've been doing this long enough. I think I can make them as good or better than anyone else. Very sort of stoic. mm mm-hmm. His last movie was Jesse James Meets Frankenstein's Daughter. So he never really gave up on he the old now. mashup. He yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just loves genre. Jesse James Meets Frankenstein's Daughter? He couldn't be
2: Frankenstein? <laughs> right. I also hope it's Dr. Frankenstein's Daughter and not the monster's daughter. Yeah, it's daughter. just a woman. It's like my dad was a scientist. I'm more into like uh, the arts. This is pretty great. You're right. It no. Yes. Really? That's what it's about. Oh, my
1: God. Sometime in the 1880s, Dr. Frankenstein's evil daughter, Maria, has moved to the American West in order to use prairie lightning storms in her experiments on immigrant children snatched from a dying town. (laughs) And she swaps out their brains with artificial brains oh uh, right. that's nuts that sounds great I would totally watch and that and Jesse James meets her yeah sure yeah, Why how not? does he fit into this yeah well uh, who apparently two gunslingers come to town Jesse James who has survived his reported killing in 1882 of course uh, which the film addresses and uh, so
2: this is a sequel to the assassination of Jesse James it by the like coward they, by the coward it it seems yeah. like
1: they don't meet for quite a while uh yeah, you know, like the, the confrontation comes like sort of in the last act of the movie. So it's like, just sort, sort of parallel, parallel story. She's doing bad shit, he's riding into town, you know, there's some business. I mean it's all just, like, of eighty three minutes long. They so. just
4: bump into each other in the street one day and yeah. it's like, oops. Sorry. And um, then they no. go there for ways, <laughs> end of film.
1: The uh, They just meet very the briefly. The tagline is Roaring Guns Against Raging
2: Monster. So it's his last yeah. movie. Wow.
4: That sounds wonderful.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. So so, this is near dark. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. it's not exactly the same as this movie I just uh,
2: mentioned, but no, no, pretty
4: bold still. Right. Like, in terms of mixing genre,
2: yeah, and I and think. just felt like an evolution of her trying to take all the themes she was interested in with the Loveless and and mm. put it into uh, uh, a more entertaining film. But it but it is yes. a film with its own weird like. So so, this is what I find interesting about this movie. Uh huh. Once he gets turned, and he gets turned very quickly. Very early on. Yeah. Right? It's just sort of this chance meeting. They and hit it's it not off. a long movie. It's like an no. hour and yeah. a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once he gets turned, the movie just sort of becomes like this guy spends some time with vampires. You know? Yeah. And they're and mm-hmm. they're basically just like evil drifters. On right? the road with vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is this sort of like, you know, uh, narrative, uh, you know, this, this hanging axe of like the dad's trying to find the son. Sure. Mm-hmm. They're coming after them, right? Right. At some point, these two roads are going to cross. But the movie just sort of, like, lets you live with these vampires for a while mm-hmm. and just, like, see how they live, explore, like, the ins and outs of, like, their their daily routine. Yeah. how How their culture works, you know, their workarounds, their own uh, weaknesses and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing she really injects in the movie, which I don't think exists in— uh, the Loveless and then becomes like a cornerstone of her career I think her strongest her single strongest asset as a filmmaker is her ability to build tension sure like this movie has a lot of tension because mm-hmm. every scene is playing off of this like are the vampires gonna go buck wild
3: mm-hmm.
2: we know what vampires do they go buck wild <laughs> they go apparently. buck wild
1: uh, Money, how would you feel about this movie I really liked you it in. yeah yes.
4: I had seen it before and I rewatched it for this and um, yeah I think it's like It's really atmospheric, but not in a, like, whimsical way. Like, it's atmospheric because of the music and the way it's shot. There's a lot of slow-mo.
1: Music, Tantri Dream. Music is incredible. Uh, Great Tantri Dream score, yes. Mm -hmm.
4: But I think it's atmospheric also for what you said. Like, it really builds tension, and it really paints those characters as, like, real characters. Like, Mm -hmm. really complex, and they, like, they keep, like, kind of fighting each other, even when they belong to the same group. So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of... um, is it like a real bad vibe for her. Which yeah. It's really good.
1: That's, that's the big love yeah. list for me is
2: that she like wants you to spend time with people who make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Hey, she
1: likes to make movies about assholes.
2: Right. right. Mm-hmm. Even when you like the asshole. And it's this sort of like multi-character study that doesn't really have like very clear narrative stakes but yeah. each scene has its own like internal tension mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting. Yes. And then she just like hones that sense of tension mm. every film from here on out. I also
0: sort of noticed that there's a lot of punk-esque characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is
2: so cool mm-hmm. because
0: she, I feel like, has done well with portraying those types, whereas like other times they just are so caricatures. It's just like people who have no idea about that
2: subculture trying to represent it. And that's mm-hmm. that's the other thing. I'm not going to keep on hitting this thing relentlessly. That's the other big overlap with this and the love list for me is like she's using punks who are kind of like the greasers of this time period and she's depicting vampires rather than being like monsters as like a weird counterculture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a creepy counterculture. Mm-hmm. And then heightening that by like, also, they're going to slit your throat. Yeah.
4: And that's <laughs> what she does then with Point Break as well. Like with right. the um, yep. surfers, they are, right. they are a counterculture. Right. The most and... menacing
2: culture we Yeah. Have. So, <laughs> so that becomes like a more <laughs> yes. gentle culture. And then <laughs> yeah. it turns out to be menacing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that's true. Right. So they're,
4: they're very much like in Point Break, they're very much against like the establishment and stuff. Yes. And, so, and, she, and she really like always depicts those groups as like a family. And yeah. uh, in I haven't seen the loveless, but in uh in near dark, it's it really feels like a family and a family that like you know there's like the mom and dad kind of like the two like the old guy yeah and, uh, Erickson and Goldstein, Goldstein. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they're like the mom and dad and there's like the younger one who you know he says um you know what it's you don't know what it's like to like be a grown up in the co- the body of a right. child the, but the
1: he's weird a weird kid yeah the but he's still a kid so good. Yeah. yeah that yeah. character I mean really good. isn't that always the best kind of Vampire character, he's like vampire, right? Like Kirsten Dunst in <laughs> yeah. with the
2: vampire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like the eternal uh, child, yeah, yeah, right. I just like that he has such a chip on his shoulder, yeah, sure, mm. and that he's also such a little shit, he's like, a he little keeps shit on us. using the fact that he's a kid in really abusive ways. And mm. then,
1: uh, what's his name, Bill Paxton is uh, the like the wayward, you know, sort of uh, wild card child, yeah, yeah, it's like the, the rebel,
2: yeah, kid. This he's is so like, good. So, Troubles. Yeah, so much fun. Uh, yeah. This is the first time we've like uh, had to talk about Paxton since he died. Right? Is that true? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think. Yeah, because we did our whole Cameron series, and like Paxton kept on coming up, and he died like very shortly after that. After um. and he
1: died, I feel like he died like right around when the, uh, the our dumb episode about the fucking Titanic documentary that he's in dropped. Jesus. I, oh, I, I, oh, he I he can't remember that. after that. Maybe. But I remember we like spotlighted February how of this year. how
2: great he was in that documentary.
1: He's fucking fantastic.
2: Um, and then uh, yeah, I I I got so sad watching him in this movie just because I I was reminded of this thing, this quality I think he had, which like he always looked like he was having so much fun in movies, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without like destroying the movie, you get such a like pure sense of. Joy mm-hmm. from him and I yes. don't know how many people I feel that way about now. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think that's like essential to being a good actor, but he had this unique quality where it was just like, God, good for Bill. He's having a good time. Yeah, he just loved his job. Right. Uh, so yeah. right. He loved yeah. his job. It's nice. You get the sense that yeah. he just was so happy he get like I get to play a vampire and wear the mm-hmm. leather jacket. But, and, and this is yeah. early in his
1: career, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I mean he he's popping up all through the eighties and he's the punk in um the Terminator, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like Aliens is his first big role, yeah. And yeah. this is the year after that,
2: right? Yeah, but he doesn't really, you know, hit, I feel like, until True Lies, right? Like, well, then Twister is the first time they actually like put him at the center of Twister mm-hmm. Apollo yeah. 13, and Apollo 13, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, but like, yes, uh, but like, yeah, I guess he's in Predator 2. That is such a he's an in amazing one false move, filmography, uh, which he's yeah. the star of, and that's a, that's a cool movie, yeah, uh, Trespass, uh, yeah. Hey man, he's Let the star of that too. So yeah. he'd been okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: But like in, in Near Dark he's he's playing such a loud person, but it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like he's just doing it because he wants to have fun. Like yeah. it doesn't it really fits with the story. Yes. it never seems like he's yeah. chewing
1: scenery, which I think yeah. is the biggest compliment I could give about him like, in this movie. Right.
4: I I don't I don't know like what other actor could have played this part like this and not be like super annoying. Sure. Well, I think the key to it amazing. is
2: is the having fun thing because these guys mm. are just like, the, these vampires in the movie are just like hedonists. Right. Yeah. Like they just sure. live for the sake of living and do whatever they want. Like well, bikers, dang. like right. cowboys, right? <laughs> yeah. Like many, a uh, yeah. Right. And so you need, like for that character, you need someone who, who you're really seeing the enjoyment in that lifestyle rather yeah. than it just being cruel. Mm. Right. You know? Um, but that's that's the weird thing this movie does is it weirdly like, Humanizes the vampires by uh, spending that much time with them, even though it kind of refuses to give them a central humanity.
4: Mm. Yeah, but it, it makes that lifestyle so seductive. Like it, right. it looks amazing. Like it looks like so much fun. Right, especially in contrast to the the farm family life that the yeah. main character has. Like, yeah. that sounds super, that looks super boring. But Very being a vampire <laughs> looks so cool. Like being a vampire, it's yeah. like the you know you just blow up stuff, you burn the cars you use, and and you just move on and you go anywhere else. And, and you know you never do that forever. die
2: yeah. right. unless the sun touches you. Because right. this is like one of the rare vampire movies that isn't a horror movie at all. Like it has horror elements. No, it's mm-hmm. but it's not a horror movie. Yeah, right. So. There's not a lot of, yeah. I saw some uh,
4: reviews saying it's like one of the best horror movies of the 80s. It's not a horror movie.
2: It, at all. At yeah. all. It just has like horror You could call elements. it a Western. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I
1: guess you could. Sort of called a thriller, like it's kind of a very low key thriller, mm. yeah. I
4: mean, it has a lot of like bloody moments, like, yeah, really intense. The last so. 20
1: minutes, there's more going on, you know, yeah. there's some, there's and like some...
4: the the bar thing, like is really intense. Like That's the scene, yes, yeah, it's yeah. An amazing scene. <laughs> uh, so and you know,
1: a car blows up, like there's some yeah. shit that a happens, a truck, a car, yeah, a truck, yeah, sure, right. but people like, blow up, right. too Yeah, it's cool.
2: Right. This movie essentially starts with what would be the final scene of a horror movie. Uh, what him getting turned? Or? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, right, yeah. Or they'd stretch that thing out much vampire longer. vampire
1: films. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's too many.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a robust genre.
1: Um uh, but I'm trying to I'm trying to like I'm just trying to figure out like where this was in the like sort of in the vampire movie. Apart from yes, sure. uh, Fright Night had come out, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great movie. I I love Fright Night. I do too. Um. Um. But like, what else? Like, the Hunger is not that long before. Which is the, a very um, different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lesbian vampires. Uh, with Deneuve Is that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah? And Susan Sarandon. It's more. It's it's
2: more of a I, I an feel erotic like vampire thriller. Vampire. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. But I, I feel like Neo is
4: super erotic too. Like, yes. When, yes. when she first like um, gives. Gives him a no hand. That's insane! Yeah, that's, like that scene, I can't believe yeah. that passed. Like yeah. it's pretty intense. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but it's cool. It's it's like you can't make a vampire movie and not like draw the comparison between right. sex and vampirism. Like that's that's just what it's about. Right. So. It's an yes. inherently yeah. right.
1: That's always been. That's what fucking yeah. Bram Stokers getting at, right? Yeah. Like Dracula's a hedonist. He's got all right. his ladies. Exactly. Yeah. There's that
2: whole thing that like all the kind of like classic iconic. Uh, uh, monsters each represent like a different basic elemental human fear mm-hmm. you know yeah, sure. Yeah. and yeah. like vampires are sexuality and like the wolfman is sort of like you know the evil within us mm-hmm. and Yeah, and Frankenstein right, yes, is right. like fear of death and like all that sort of stuff Yeah, like that's the whole thing it's tapping into but that's like a thing she's playing with so many different types of tension in this movie without so many- being a horror movie where it's like it's the sexual tension of that it's the comedic tension of like the dark Humor and sort of mm-hmm. the fun they're having with these things. Mm. It's the tension of when they're going to burst because it's a lot of slow burn stuff before you get these bursts that are very violent. Yeah, but they're kind of spread apart. Mm. You know, you got Coppola's Dracula. That's oh, later ninety yeah. yeah. two. I mean, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to see like <laughs> right. what
1: came after this. Sure. Yeah, obviously Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie comes out in ninety two, mm-hmm. which is trying as well to merge genres sure mm-hmm. uh, and,
2: and it's bad at it
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: the movie's bad at yeah. it um, yeah I feel like yeah. a lot of just sort of like the vampire lifestyle style rules that this movie establishes mm-hmm. are like a lot of the things that are being used in uh, what we do in the shadows <laughs> I've never seen that movie
4: oh it's so good it's
1: great
2: it's really people great. like it right because I've great. seen yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know uh,
1: shit Joe Scott rail uh, what the fuck's it called uh, boy <laughs> Uh, no, hunt for the wilder uh, people.
4: people. Yeah, uh, I missed that one. Oh, that one's so cute. You guys, yeah, that, that one's great. It's great. It's uh, a great uh, little movie.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. What, what we do in the shadows, I think, is the best movie. But
4: it, I know what you mean. Like, it's like very much, um, uh, like, how do they live every day? How do they make it work? To like, they have to kill people, but also right. like, it sucks to kill people. But right. anyway, they have to do it. Yeah. That
2: overlap is big because you're just spending so much time with these people. It's just yeah. the sort of like the world buildy stuff the bit with him like eating the chocolate bar and it's like oh fuck they have to eat blood yeah <laughs> there's yeah. no other option yeah, 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 like what we do in the shadows gets like a lot of mileage out of that mm-hmm. right um, I just think they do a lot of like sort of very pragmatic like answering of like filling in the yeah, gaps yeah, yeah, in sure. vampire yeah. mythology yeah, in like, all movie. the questions
4: you've ever right. wanted to ask but about vampires
2: like Buffy does that True Blood did that like there are so
1: uh-huh. many TV shows that have like dug into like yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. if vampires day to day but right? this comes early it, yeah. it does that's yeah. what I'm For saying sure. yeah. I think she like well, look, yeah, come on. The first one, as we said, is I already forgot the name of it. Like Jesse James meets the uh, Billy the yeah. Kid. <laughs> right, that was the beginning. <laughs> sure. Of wondering
2: what is yeah. Dracula's life like day to day. Yeah.
1: Has he ever hung out with Billy the Kid?
2: <laughs> they were the original two friends. The world's, <laughs> People don't know the
1: West's deadliest gunfighter, the world's most diabolical killer. That's the ha- tra- tagline for that one. That isn't
2: how I would describe Dracula, if given three chances yeah. <laughs> what, the world's most diabolical killer yeah i choose different words yeah I don't, yeah, I don't know what to say about him yeah.
1: yeah I mean he's definitely like the most diabolical like landowner you know what I mean like most sure. diabolical
2: like baron sure uh well, other than baron trump but I mean the thing about I Dracula that I love. Are off uh, limits <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing about uh, Dracula that I love yeah to, I mean not that this is a Dracula movie obviously this is a vampire movie sure. right there. Mm-hmm. but like Dracula's like Yeah, I do like to eat people, suck, you know, suck their blood, Mm. uh, sleep in a coffin. But like, come to me, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to like go to you and like, you know,
2: (laughs) you can come to my house, you
1: know, and then like I'll lay it on
2: and we'll have dinner and then I'll fucking eat your uh, neck. Right, Dracula's whole strategy was like, "Let me just have the best house of all time." Right, a house yeah. that's so
1: fucking weird
2: that, that people works. just got to come see it. Right. right, that
4: that works because then nobody comes out, no one finds them. Whereas right, exactly. in the dark, they they have to roam they gotta the streets. They got to keep going, and, and then they get yeah. pocha- chased they, by police. So. They get
2: blown the fuck up. And a, yeah. and a mobile home is no home. I mean, this is no <laughs> life they're living, going from motel to motel. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the plot of this movie? Doesn't really have you got American. Caleb Colton, played uh-huh.
1: by Adrian Pasdar, mm-hmm. who had been in Top Gun.
2: Okay, uh, right. but in a Small t- tiny
1: role, sure. Uh, but I guess who's, you know, I mean, what do you think of Adrian Pastor He kind of looks like Frankenstein. He's got this sort of baby handsome face, yeah, yeah but it's all great. weird and elongated, sure, it's and a very bit like square.
4: In, uh, um, interesting, I think, like in um in a because also he's dressed like a cowboy. Sure, yeah, so you know, that's that, think of that. He, yes, he and has,
1: has a bit of, He's handsome. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think of Pastor in general? Because he was, I mean, I think of him as. Two different things. I think of him as like, you know, pretty 80s bad
2: star. And then and Heroes. The,
1: yeah, that, but yeah. more profit, you know, the show Profit. Sure. Uh, which was like the, the like. Ur text for the later Breaking Bad, Sopranos, whatever. Like the idea of like, what if we made a show about a bad person? You know, like. But when that came out in '95, everyone was like, "What is this?" And yeah. he like sleeps naked in a box, and he like, you know, hey, do you remember this show? No, not, not heard at all of this. Zero percent. Sounds way too twisted. It was, it was very <laughs> twisted. It was about like a an executive at a multinational conglomerate okay. who like you know, we'll stop at nothing to Oof. make money. And his name is Jim Profit. Oh. Is his and name? It, yeah, it, it, this is a good show to be well, clear. He was, was born
4: to make profit. It oh, was on geez. Fox.
1: He talks to the audience and he oh, basically no. just like does all kinds of insane shit and it's like House uh, of Cards. sleeps as he did as a child, which is uh, curled up in a shipping box uh, <laughs> naked. Same. This This show aired like one episode and Fox was like, Excuse me? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was immediately canceled. And so he has,
4: didn't make any profit. I mean, right. No, he did not. <laughs> five
1: points. Uh, it, only uh, for, sorry, five episodes were broadcast before Fox canceled it. Oh. Okay. Um it That's was not so a, bad. it Fight was a protested memo. all over the United States from the usual suspects and wow. uh, from,
2: from big shipping box who yeah, didn't exactly. like their depiction. <laughs> um, sure.
1: And it was created by David Greenwalt, who then went on to create the TV show Angel, another oh, vampire
2: oh. TV show with um, Jasmine. You know uh, how uh, where where Adrian Pasdar's bread is mostly buttered these days, right? Uh, you tell me. Weird weird fact about him: he is the guy who like voices Iron Man in everything. I oh. knew that actually. Yes, in all the like cartoons, in the video Avengers games, and everything. Shit. Yes, every other depiction of Iron yeah, Man look essentially is, is Adrian Pasdar. He does a lot it's of voices. His, he's got
1: a nice voice. He does. Yeah.
2: But but now it's like it's weird cuz he was doing like Iron Man cartoons before the movie came out. Uh-huh. And oh. he's retained the job but they clearly push him towards like Downey Jr. now. <laughs> right. So he's right. got to right. do like Downey Jr. jazzy like kind of like, "Oh, uh interesting." Sure. Right. Uh. Which is, that's harder to rip off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh he also directed a film called Cement in 2000 starring the extremely bankable Chris Penn. Wow.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
1: he's also married to a Dixie Chick. Is that right? Yeah. We really had fun with uh, Adrian Pazdar. Mm. No, they're divorced. Ooh, oh. or they broke up. Sad. I'm sorry to say, uh, Natalie Maines. Uh, they were married for 17 years, but in July, this July, they this divorced.
2: July. Wow. Sorry. Uh, you want you want to hear a crazy story that's completely uh, off topic? No. Yes. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I appreciate your support. No worries. Um. The uh. There was, I think, a fourth member of the Dixie Chicks who fell in love and left the band. She was like the backbeat of the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. She was either replaced or they used to have four. Well, there are only three Dixie Chicks. Right. I can't but remember if she right, was right. one of the three or if there were four and they left one and, and kept going. Uh, but she left the band. Uh, she married my, like, uh. Yes, Robin cousin. Lynn Macy. Right cousin once removed by marriage or something oh sure she like married into someone who divorced out of my family okay and it was like that was always the thing of like oh can you believe it like she could have been a Dixie chick chick. sure sure and then she got the plague she got the plague. <laughs> yes. Like, oh no. did she die? That's not a funny no, she so survived. Still alive. Okay. Like the, the 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 disease, the plague. I believe I'm not <laughs> confusing this. I believe she got the plague.
1: There's no mention of her getting the plague on
2: Wikipedia, but that's that's not um that's, you
4: know no one has the plague now. They were you the know, first the,
2: people to get the plague. Like this couple, they went like vacationing and they got the plague, oh, right. and they were the first people in America to get the plague in like 40 years. It it does <sighs> once in a while pop back up though the plague. Yeah. yeah. Usually not in America,
1: obviously. Wow. Uh but you know well, it's a bacterial infection. Oh, you don't like David's at googling the plague, the plague right now. Oh.
2: It's fun. Oh, sorry, buddy. Okay. The plague. You know, you got the little weird bumps. So, so this movie starts just like looking like like urban cowboy or something. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like dramatic, atmoshy, tangerine dream, cowboy, trucker, yeah. kind of stuff. The yeah. shot
4: when he first sees her is so beautiful. Like Great. it's like kind of. I think it's slow mo. Maybe it's just her the way she acts because in that film she's so. I don't remember her name
1: but her the, name is uh, Jenny Wright yeah she's yes. so
4: she's so like whimsical and like just like all over the place and never really there but the way she moves is so weird and captivating she's like a like a I don't know like she makes me think of a butterfly and when he sees her she I don't know if it's slow-mo if it's just the way she moves but she's so like looking around and he's like I'm gonna to talk to this girl and it's like the music starts there and it's and like the whole like meetup is just drowned in that Atmospheric music
2: Mm -hmm. and it's it's very accelerated. Like it's just like, oh, they're hitting it off. Like they barely talk. He walks up to her. Yeah. They go ride together. It's it's
4: a very like movie meetup. Right. Right. It's this Don't need words. Just Right. It's just a connection. And this whole movie
2: is very dark. It's near dark. Well it's (laughs) at night. But they always kind of like make her pop in terms of lighting. Like she's kind yeah. of like this, this like. Shock of yeah, 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 yeah. There's and,
4: a lot right. of like uh, chiaroscuro lighting, which is like yes. shadows in right. her face and also stark light. And she's very pale. Right. And it, it works so well. Which was really like, works.
2: that was a thing this movie was like criticized for at the time, which was like, oh, so it makes sense. This director used to be a painter. She's like so obsessed with these composition of these images and she's not even like telling a story. Yeah. Was that, oh, uh, really? was that Siskel? Yeah, so. <laughs> you recognize my impression uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it a one thumb up my butt <laughs> that's my Siskel okay okay sure yeah. but that's a you know that's, that's
1: a dumb criticism Sorry. it's
2: very dumb movies should look good
1: yeah. well right it's and cinema. also it's, it's pretty yeah. it's a pretty obvious reflection of what she's going for right, I mean, right. it's not like that's like out of place in it's a not like it's yeah. style for
2: style's sake and also yeah. it's a heightened
1: genre uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he wants to go home with her I guess and she's like no and then bites him on the neck am I missing oh, yeah, anything no, there
4: he's driving her to like see a horse
2: right, right And yes. uh, and they have, when, when they he have he a first, nice little horse adventure
4: yeah and when, when he first sees her he goes to talk to her and he says uh, and she's eating an ice cream and he says can I have a bite and she's like what <laughs> it's so funny in retrospect it's like, so on the nose yeah. but yeah then they go see a horse I wish there was
2: a scene later where he was like oh I get it now <laughs> yeah. the bite thing it's I like, get oh, it I didn't realize you were funny. a vampire at the time now it's funny Yeah.
4: And they never say the word vampire in the whole film.
2: Which I love. Yeah.
4: But Uh, also like also like it's like have you never like heard of the concept of vampires? Like would you not mention it once? Sure. You know. Like it's not because you live in the middle of America and you're like a farmer that you don't know what vampires are. So maybe you should Uh, like know the word. I don't know. Maybe educate
1: yourself. But maybe this is
2: set in a world where vampires are real (laughs) and thus we don't know about them. Right. You know what I mean? It's like... Is this a world without vampire uh, storytelling? Sure. Right. But 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 real vampires. 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 But usually, I mean,
1: like a show like True Blood, they're like...
2: (laughs) You're a vampire. Where it's like, oh my God, you're
1: a vampire. Do you do all this stuff? And they're like, eh, a lot of that stuff's exaggerated, you know, but sure. I mean, I mean,
2: I do drink blood. Right. (laughs) You have fangs. Whereas like in (laughs) this, no one seems to recognize the characteristics of a vampire. Yeah. Like they just go, what the fuck are you? But no one ever goes like, wait a second. Vampire, yeah. oh, right? Wait, Am I right? Oh no, yeah. this is ringing a bell. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Uh huh. Not creature from the black lagoon. What's the other one? Uh, you're a vampire. I mean,
4: it's very practical in terms of story that no yes. one knows it, but it's cool. Like it works.
2: Yeah. So it you're works. saying this is
1: set in the world of Dracula Untold, where <laughs> vampire stories have been untold. It's a Dracula they have Untold. Not been told. Right. right. It's, it, a, it's,
2: it's a prequel to our culture. <laughs> <laughs> this movie takes place before Dracula Untold was made.
4: Yep. Right. Before exactly. Twilight. Right. Before everything else.
2: Yeah. Yep, um, but it works. Do you know the last time this movie was available on home video before the rights got all fucked up? I don't know, like twenty years ago. Like, give no, me, give me it. They re-released it like ten years ago on Blu-ray and DVD, where they made the cover uh, just uh, Twilight. Ooh. Oh god, they made like. Oh yes, you're right. Yes. Here it is, and it, this oh is the gosh. one that's like sixty dollars. Right, Adrian Păsăreanu's face is like stark white. Yeah, it is literally. On, it's literally like the Twilight poster. poster. <laughs> you know, like.
1: You game. know, it's like sexy, right? So which cool. is crazy because the image of Paxton all burned up with the like bullet yeah. holes yeah. and the sun streaming or the light streaming through him is such a That's like perfect so much image, right? And I remember when I was a kid, this movie was in I think you know Empire Magazine, which I've spoken of a lot, mm-hmm. which is my uh, childhood touchstone for me. Uh-huh. They used to release these special issues that were like the fifty best blah genre movies, and I think Near Dark's in the action one. Okay. And uh, I remember just seeing that image and being like, "Whoa!" And also Lookful. being like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, best." Yeah, that's an amazing yet. poster. Being like immediately transfixed and like, "I gotta see this." So right. that's when I saw the movie way back when. I literally, I think I rented it on VHS. Nice. Hadn't seen it since. Watched it uh, on my laptop.
2: Yeah, we had, we had to find a, a legal uh, streaming. Life. I've never done anything <laughs> illegal in my life. No, it's, I don't the, know first what you're <laughs> it's the first time talking about first time ever. <clears throat> um, I was on um, the plane. This but, one. Yeah. uh i i do love uh humble Brag. um <laughs> although we paid for it so you know. yeah so you should be proud uh humble that we spent $5,000. 5000 to drive to from Fire Toronto? from Toronto? Yeah, it was a private jet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, which a good deal on a private jet. Yeah. And uh, also, sure. you had to pay for the film. So right, that's
1: we had to like pay for the film. We had to pay $5,000. It yeah. was a
2: 35mm print yeah. on the plane. Course,
1: yeah, we had to buy a projection system <laughs> yeah. and we had to train a steward yeah. to like right. use it. And, yeah. and because
4: yeah. the flight is so short, you had to actually just drive me around a bit.
2: Yeah, Yeah, they were like, don't land right away. Maybe circle LaGuardia for half an hour. Thank God Blank Shack got the MacArthur Genius Grant otherwise we would be <laughs> fucked right now <laughs> what if we got how much do you get for that a million dollars right let's do it yeah you should try because I remember they gave it to Lin-Manuel Miranda last year and it was just oh kind of like God. that guy doesn't need I mean come on yeah uh,
1: no yeah. it's $625,000
2: okay I, I mean okay that's not quite enough for Jet but that's yeah, pretty good uh, yeah. it's, it's
1: okay <laughs> uh, paid out in, five, in quarterly installments over five
2: years okay, okay. fine whatever okay Pretty um, good. I I like how quickly this movie gets through all of that stuff though. Mm-hmm. Like she, I mean, I mean, yes, I agree. she turns him like minute nine. Sure, maybe? it's very fast. Right? Yeah, yes, I think so. Right, and it just sort of is like they have this weird connection. We're not gonna take the time to do like meet cute, awkward banter, mm-hmm. sort of stuff. They like I, see each other. They fall for each other. Yeah,
4: and I like how instead of taking time in like just uh you know doing a classic meat cute thing it's it's just super weird and poetic because she keeps saying stuff like oh um look at the night like it's deafening you're like what, what? and then she says things like um wait what did she say she says something like the the, the night is so bright and just really yes that's a great line things. right it's early so on beautiful. where she's
1: talking about the stars yeah. and, and uh yeah it's
4: like look at this star uh, by the thinking, time like, the light reaches here i will still be here because i'll be alive it's a forever a billion
2: dollars like, yeah. i mean a billion years not a billion yeah. dollars well, and, the, and the movie almost frames her as like an angel for the first 10 minutes sure. yeah. like she right. has this very ethereal way of moving and the way it's she's angel lit and the fact that he's just sort of drawn to her and then and then she starts biting them necks mm. hey man he tries to get her to stay out late he thinks it's a curfew issue exactly it's mm-hmm.
4: because of your, of your daddy and she's yes. like
2: right he's also being gross
0: he's
4: gross he is. it's so that's yeah, what I love the gross. most yeah. that's yeah. my favorite thing is how he's like okay I'll drive you like he stops the car and he's like I'll drive you to your daddy if you like kiss me that's like the least you can do right like, then he's throws the gross. keys
2: down his shirt yeah
4: and, and then she, and then like obviously she kisses him but then like she bites him and he's yeah. a fucking vampire and then yeah. he's in pain forever that's, so what yeah. 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 that's what you get yeah that's what happens when you're gross with girls yeah it's true it's, Every a, time. It, it's a good move
1: by her to yeah. bite him but the only problem in my opinion is like you bite the guy then he's like what do I do I'm a vampire
2: now and you have to like teach teaching <laughs> how to be a vampire it was like a really cool move for her in the moment and then she's like right, oh yeah. fuck. fuck I just like no, wrote this like, big like yeah but at the same yeah. time
4: it means he's gonna stay with her forever it's pretty cool and he's like at her mercy yes
2: yes yes I just wonder so that's what you want that's cool like how quickly that's the thing <laughs> like like being a vampire requires like a really strong sense of commitment you know yeah 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 cause you just like really have to think about these like circumstances you're creating for yourself and it's like I don't you really wanna spend mm-hmm. the rest of your life with this guy yeah. I, that's, yeah, that's well not the just the rest of your life the rest of All immortal time, time. right, right. right. Yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. unless you happen
1: to like you know uh, go outside in the daytime yeah mm. yeah sure. but very easy to avoid it's...
2: that <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, vampires 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 mm. uh, what am I thinking so, so very quickly like he's sort of on the side of the road <sighs> staggering sure and gets yeah. picked up by this RV yes and I like their weird kind of like makeshift thrift store armor that they mm-hmm. have on for like the quick moments they have to like go out into the sunlight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's so good. Uh they think he's just some pathetic fuck. They're gonna like drain a blood. Right. And uh-huh. then she's, she's like, I, like, I, I got ash- some bad news for you. Bad
1: news, guys. Yeah. I turned him. Uh huh. Yep. So you've And got- she's like,
4: you can't kill him, or you have to kill me first. And right. so they're like, okay, cool. We he has to prove himself. Right. Je- to prove Jesse kill someone. Hooker,
1: who right. is Lance Hendrickson. He's the one who's like, right, you got a week to prove you're like a real vampire.
2: And mm-hmm. Catherine Bigelow, in a move that shows that she's a true artist, said, I like Lance Henriksen, but can we add more weird lines to his face? <laughs> and gave him prosthetic scars. The boy, crevices are oh not deep enough in his cheeks. What a legend he is. <laughs> We've talked he's about really him a lot,
1: but uh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's kind of like, like what if Jonathan Price, like, sort of was like a candle who melted in the sun or something? You know what I mean? Like, he looks kind of like. And that's a compliment. Jonathan yeah. Price. Yeah. It no, it's great. a total compliment. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Uh, he's so good. He's great.
4: and uh, uh, And then,
1: right. So she's helping him along by having her, like, drink mm. from her. Right. After she eats something, it's like a yeah.
2: baby bird kind of. Yeah, way.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> like the mom like barfing so into the bird's right. mouth.
2: Yeah, but it's a wildly sexual scene. Yeah. Sure, yeah. In a movie with no sex, it's right. quite sexy. It's it's insanely yeah. erotic.
1: Yeah, I. Why won't that's you make
4: another That's what cinema is so good movie? about it. That's why that's why cinema is good. You can you can like make sexy stuff out of mm, the you know the limits. Right, like you, in Hollywood, you can't you can't always show sex, and so what do you do? You have fucking vampires, right? Like Suggestion drinking each other's and, blood. Yeah,
1: I mean this movie. Suggestion, this right? movie is very sexy. The Loveless is, as we all know. The sexiest movie ever made. Uh, sure. Point Break is super sexy. This, yeah, yeah, this unbelievable sexy. Uh, but like, yeah. I feel like she's gotten away from that. And why? Yeah, why can't she make? Yeah. Now Detroit she just makes, is
4: not sexy. You know what? It's
1: not. No, <laughs> it's many things, but it's not sexy. And like, why can't she go back to making something more heightened? Like, yeah, this? I would also. Yeah,
2: I would love to see her try to make a genre film again. Sure. Mm, yeah. with her new sort of sensibilities. Right, and I get yeah. that she like, wanted to stop doing that. Like, that was always her thing. Cuz she was and, 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 right. and all of that. Yeah. But
1: uh now that I feel like Detroit uh flopped yeah. and yes. won't get any Oscar attention and got some barring pretty
4: problematic reviews. Yeah.
1: Sure. Um it's like you know she's got something new, collaboration right? Collaboration maybe isn't surviving.
2: Well, I mean, to me, that's the issue. So I we'll agree, see. Mm-hmm. but I like, I, I, I'd like her to to not rip something from the headlines next time, but yeah. rip something from the funny books.
0: Hey. You want to make a comedy?
2: No, I'm just funny books. I <laughs> oh, I'm you just mean just like like, like take yeah. some sort of genre tropes and and try to yeah, mm-hmm. marry it to her new sort of like her. Um, Ethical, like yeah. sort of uh you know, yeah. humanistic. But
4: she's just gotten so filmmaking. political now. She's
2: gotten so political.
4: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's 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 cool to have a woman making really political movies yeah. like that and with big budgets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, for but, sure.
2: But she was so good at genres. And her movies have also gotten like increasingly literal. Yeah, and like yeah. her style of quote unquote realism is still a style like yeah. you know it is a sense of stylization but she hasn't made a movie that's this heightened mm. and it would be cool to see her take all of her political concerns and make it more allegorical yeah and try to do and throw something. in like parkour yes <laughs> <laughs> just what needs to make a comeback is that was my parkour. single biggest I mean, issue with Detroit was the last no, no. parkour yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree that's, yeah, that, that was definitely the I mean, issue with that. That Was the movie. problematic yeah. element? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, the she lack made she work.
4: made surfers uh, jumping off planes look like a thing that makes sense. So yep. why not? Yeah, you yeah.
2: Know? I
1: agree.
4: So,
2: Kathy, let's do it. Let's we'll do do it. Make you. Make a space movie. I don't Please. know
4: a space movie. That's what I like. I'd love yeah. to see her do. Like yeah. an
2: original big budget genre film, like like that. I'd love to see her make a cool space movie.
4: Yeah,
1: mm.
2: yeah. I wonder if she'll do it. I don't know. I don't know what she wants to do. It's kind of an yeah. exciting point in her career sure. right now cuz yeah. it feels like she could zag in any direction.
4: She kind of reached a, a, a point break. Oh, <laughs> boy. Hey.
2: These well are these are strange days for her. These are strange yeah. days. For her. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I think the weight of water is is bearing yeah. down on her shoulders. Maybe she should make the weight of water too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The weight of Hyperweight. the weight of air? Yeah, sure. Yeah.
4: Great. The weight of what to uh So yeah. <laughs> Very okay. I lost many points. Here. The, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh, so near
1: dark. The next thing that happens is the bar scene, but Pretty there's much. a lot of other stuff in between where I yeah. feel like they're just
2: kind of shambling around, mm. but like there's nothing really crucial. You're until are just kind of living, it almost like becomes like a tour documentary. You know, it's uh, like you're yeah. watching this band on the road, yeah, right? It's about like, 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 like Leonard right. Skinner's it's later, right? Yeah. 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 It's like Gimme Shelter with yeah. l- slightly less murder. <laughs> yeah. Um... More, actually. I think an equivalent amount,
1: maybe.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I love the scene where like they they, they steal a car, like Bill Baxson steals a car, and then they abandon their van and just like set fire to it. And uh, there are many beautiful shots of them against the backdrop of the fire. Yes. And it's really, really hot in that sense. It's really good.
2: Yeah. But the, it's very punk. The bar is really like the centerpiece of the yeah. movie where you get to see them like fully vamp yeah. out. Right. Yeah.
4: Also, you know the scene where. Max um, uses
2: spurs. You know, when. so cool. Yeah.
4: When Caleb, the main guy, tries to like take a bus back home, he stops in the town and the oh. cinema is showing aliens.
2: That's right. a, a- A-lians. A-lians. Aliens. Uh, aliens. <laughs> so
4: that's a nice note.
2: I like that whole stretch yeah. though where he yeah. just. Like, hasn't really processed what's going on. The refusal he can of leave the call, it. if yes. you will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And sort of.
4: That's such an interesting scene as well because he's, like, trying to get help and people are just like, oh, you like, like he, he has to pay $14 to get the bus and he only has $11 and, right. like, no one wants to help him. So and he everyone's really, like, like, are
1: you strung out on like yeah, heroin yeah. Or and
4: it's he, like really a uh, critique of how outcasts are right. so not helped by the system right. and stuff he is so, so rejected by society yeah. now
2: that like he has no choice but to go back to the vampires yeah. like even removing the like physiological elements of his survival yeah it's like well they might not be great company but they're the only people who are like supporting him yeah. at this point
4: yeah so it's a nice, like, Sorry. as we were saying, like, it's like a, kind of a political point, but not as on the nose as she does now. Yes. It's kind of like a commentary on America and yeah. like how outcasts. I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, really which nice. is the classic
1: Western thing, right? Like yeah, right. if yeah. you want to identify with the outlaws... Uh, mm. Give me a reason, and like you sort of yeah, it's like America's trash country.
4: Yeah, uh, he and, was uh, just asking for help. You know,
1: I mean, yeah. I would fucking run away from him. He yeah. is pale and shaking. <laughs> he looks like he's about to throw up on you. Yeah. Right, like he's the kind of kind of guy on a bus when you're like walking
2: down trying to pick your seat. You're like, yeah, not next to him. Gets yeah. turned on when he sees that the cop has a gash on his <laughs> hand.
4: Oh yeah, oh that's so good. That's yeah. a nice. it is touch. good. It is good. Yeah, he's super gross. He's
2: good.
1: He's good. Pastor. He's, yeah. a,
2: he's good. he's yeah. good. it's
1: kind of the most annoying role because he's like the whiner, but still he's. Good.
2: Mm, mm. Well, and and then he just sort of becomes like the audience viewpoint for a good chunk of the movie. Right, like you're yeah, just yeah. sort of using him as a conduit to like he's your entry point to be able to watch these people live their life. Right. Yeah. So he he rejoins them. Right. And mm. then there's this whole bar section mm-hmm. where it's just like this powder keg under the table, which is like they're gonna eat somebody. Who are they gonna eat? When are they gonna do it? Mm-hmm. And why is this taking so long? Sure. Okay. But it's like that's the the fun of it for mm-hmm. them.
4: Mm. So it's especially Bill Paxton's character, he's, like, for him, it's a sport. Like, yeah. literally, he doesn't he doesn't just want the blood. He wants, like, Draw emotionally out. manipulate the people, and yeah. it's so good. He's so good at it. Well, and because also, there's so much
1: passion to what, right. like, a vampire is, right? Like, yeah. it, it makes sense. Like, rather than just, like, you know, got to eat someone, you just sort of drag mm. someone behind a tree,
2: I don't, you know, like. And like, also, mm. like, life doesn't have stakes for them anymore. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. It's yeah. no intended, but. But so it's, like, for them, it's, like, it's the singer, not the song, because it's, like, well, we got to eat people. It doesn't matter. We can burn down the bar. Like, nothing's going to catch us. Right. So, like, yeah. let's at least have fun doing it. Like, mm. how are we going to throw it off the hump and do something different than we did last night? Yeah.
4: It's like a show. Like, they just yes. showmen. It's
2: very performative. Yeah. Right. And then the kind of game of one-upsmanship of them trying to, like, I think impress each other by their levels of yeah, cruelty. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, And, like, the different, different techniques. Like, everyone has a different technique to... To seduce people into killing them and it's, it's really really interesting like um bill paxton is just like insanely aggressive with people. Yeah, right. like he just provokes them until they beat him up right. and um and uh the girl she just like he's like come and dance with me and uh <laughs> and they dance and then yeah like they all have different approaches and it's the tension that builds in this room is insane it's like so good. Yeah. when i first saw that movie I was so shocked and I remembered so much of it when I rewatched it because it's so traumatizing. Right. It's like the nightmare scenario when you go in a bar.
2: Yes, it's the nightmare scenario and you go like, okay, which one are they going to eat? And then when it becomes clear that they're just going to burn the whole place down, they're going to fucking take down everyone and destroy all evidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that tension is replaced with just like, a, a weird form of horror, like it, it yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. very morally you're uncomfortable. You're just waiting
4: to watch. for hell to happen, right? Because yeah. you're
2: just watching a series of executions, essentially. Yeah, and James Lagro just stands there, <laughs> blank faced, jaw gape.
1: He's gonna be in a uh, Point Break. Mm-hmm. Is he in anything else or hers?
2: I don't think so. He's in the Point Break remake. Oh, is he? Oh, he plays one of the elder FBI agents no, in that. No, yeah. he's on the other side of the law. He's
1: a fucking genius. Just, I mean, we, you know, we'll talk about him we break. But he's a fucking genius. I think James LeGros is like one of the funniest actors alive.
2: Have you ever checked out James LeGros' IMDb profile, like the the bio and stuff? No, is it one of those weird ones where it looks like it was written by James LeGros? Yeah, and it's just all about the joke of him being like a funnier looking Brad Pitt. <laughs> Uh, it isn't know. hard to make James LeGros yeah, bust a gut it.
1: laughing. <laughs> Just call him Brad Pitt, so he doesn't get six million a film. I think Brad Pitt gets more than six million. Yeah, a film. this seems pretty outdated. <laughs> <laughs> or have a, his photo air kissed by legions of swooning schoolgirls during recess. What? Chill out. <laughs> yeah,
4: take it down that time. I used to do that all the time um, with
1: pictures of Brad Pitt would yeah. kiss the like, uh, yeah. But if you've caught Legros's quirky personality, you may wonder why he's still toiling away. But this Minnesota native, two sentences starting with but, at but this, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, bad no. writing. Uh, despite being tight-lipped on Pitt, what? Legros <sighs> will happily chit-chat about his career. Legros says he isn't very L.A though he did live there for a short while. This biography is by Darlene <laughs> Takagi, dtakagi at hotmail.com. Thank you. I love James LaGroffe. I do too. He's been married to uh, like Robert Loja's daughter for like 25 years, okay. which is awesome. That's nice. Um, he's a, a cool guy who makes a zillion movies. Yeah, just works a lot. Works a lot. Uh, he I think was great he
4: is girls. Handsome. I just remember him in Girls; he was really good.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah,
4: he's like
2: consistently very really good in everything, and he does have this interesting look to him because he's like a, a a weirdly goofy kind of handsome. Yeah. Um, but I feel
1: like back in the day, he used to be often typecast as kind of like the strung out California dude, right? Yes. Like mm. in Point Break, he's Spacey that he's adult living of. in Oblivion, right. which is like one of his best performances. Yes. He's that you know, like the, the kind of like you know, like ditzy LA guy
2: he's very good at playing dumb yes and doing it is. sympathetically and empathetically um, mm. but I
1: think he's good in everything I and i just sure. like to shout him out he was in um, Scotland PA
2: remember that with uh, I, fucking Mark
1: a fucking a movie we've
2: referenced weirdly often on this podcast yeah cause we referenced it in the Insomnia episode for sure yeah cause mm-hmm. that's a Mark tyranny joint right and we definitely referenced it in our Billy Morissette miniseries <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway um. Yeah. so he he starts to like freak out a little bit wa- watching the bar thing break down uh, yeah that's Come, such a great this, scene right. that's like the mm. big best set piece of the movie right, right. yes but but largely uh, he and uh, uh, May mm-hmm. are like removed from that yes you're barely kind of covering them there's some stuff at the beginning when like Paxton is kind of egging him on mm-hmm. uh, there's that thing where he gets him to punch the guy yes you know start but the fight
1: that's Paxton's scene Is the bar scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, right, because they're not, they're kind of not into Caleb. And then it's when Caleb sort of puts himself in harm's way later to protect them in the daylight, Mm -hmm. in that, like, police raid thing.
2: Mm -hmm. That's when they're like, ah, you're all right, right? Like, that's when he wins them over. Right. Mm. Um, Because there's also, yeah, there's this thread that's been established that... Uh, Pazdar's dad and his little sister, yeah, right, are looking for him, right. Tim Thomerson, but just the dad. because yeah. he's kind of been running away in general, it's not even they don't know about the vampire thing, no, obviously. sure. yeah, right, mm-hmm. they're just, just like that kid spent too much time in a truck, <laughs> uh huh, kids these days, right, kids yep. in their trucks, um, yeah, this kind of was the original monster trucks,
1: uh, yeah, but you know, it doesn't have that. That, that that certain something, that je ne sais quoi, the Creech, quoi. Uh, I might call Right.
2: It. Well, right. but that's what makes Bigelow a master filmmaker. She knew that audiences were not ready to meet 1987, Creech. 1987, people were not ready to meet Creech. 2017.
1: Still not ready, still to, not meet. ready to meet <laughs> Creech. So try 30 more years. 2047, will we
2: be ready for Creech? That's the question. I thought you turned your phone off. You? I, I didn't turn my iPad complete off. Complete monster. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry.
1: I'm getting a new iPhone on Friday. Whoa. Is it the new
2: iPhone? Is I guess the- so.
1: It's not the X, the one that yeah. like uh, looks easy to Is See the seven no, S you. like the one I have. That's no, way it's too the, big. The eight, but I'm getting the big oh. one again. I wanna I wanna get but that. But they just yeah. give me it them, you know, it's the like upgrade program thing and like I've dropped this phone and it started to crack and I was like, I guess oh. it's time.
4: Yeah, but I regretted getting the big one. Like, I like it's the way big too one. big. But it's too big. Like I liked when the whole thing about iPhones was that they were getting smaller and smaller and now yeah. boom, they're massive. Here's
1: the secret. No case.
4: Well, yeah, but then you break it. Yeah. Mm-mm. So
1: Too, I've had it for a year. I only broke it just now. Right. But I've but never broken it. Yeah, but now phones. I get a new one.
2: <laughs> That's Whatever. impressive. You've never broken a phone? No.
1: I've only broken, like, seriously broken a phone once. And it was like freezing cold, and I just dropped it on the concrete, like, face down, and it just okay, so you was se- obliterated.
2: You seriously broke a phone once, but comedically, how many times have you broken it? Like, so, well,
1: this one, when I broke it, I dropped it, it fell out of my hand, bounced under Onderdonk Avenue in Queens, and then rolled under a car like and i was like it was one of those moments where you're like
3: hmm
2: i don't know of a way to get this like this may just not I may not be able to get the phone. Yeah. And also, like, phone, take it down a notch. You didn't need to break that many times. Yeah, exactly. It was like,
1: don't, You didn't have to do a full Jerry Lewis routine. Right. Yeah. And then I had to get a tree branch, and I swept
2: it out from under the car. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, how
1: else do I get something from under a car?
2: I just, like, it was in the middle of the car, you know? I just love picturing you, a very tall yeah. man. I am quite tall. crouching on the branch. streets of Brooklyn, holding onto a branch. Queens. Queens, Queens. sorry. I was in Queens. Mm-hmm. Was good. anyone around to witness this? My, like My mother was around to witness it. I was having
1: a lunch of her. The story's getting
4: better and better. Yeah,
1: we had Nepalese food in Queens.
4: Oh, I kind of wish I would break my phone sometimes. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's a good yeah. time.
1: <laughs> and then I swept it underneath with the branch.
4: Wow.
1: What is Nepalese food like? Uh, it's kind of like um, Indian food, but with more like sort of dumplings and hearty stews and stuff. Like we had this sort of like curry chicken thing, but also these like vegetable dumplings and a little soup and uh and then also, there was this Sounds like rough. rustic, yeah, it's like hearty food, you know, it's a mountainous country, sure, and then also we had this like donut this sort of fried dough that was only a little sweet that you would like dip in stuff and like curried potatoes and stuff it was great it's a nice. great place in queens in queens I, i'll I'll shout them out what are the, what's it called because <laughs> it has a really weird name uh, uh, Burger uh King. <laughs> Dunkin' yeah. yeah, Donut. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> no, it's called While
2: in Kathmandu or Kathmandu. You know, you're right. That
1: is a weird name. And you know, like Kathmandu cool is name. the capital of Nepal. That's not the weird. It's the yeah. While in. I don't know. But very, uh, very
2: few restaurant names are
1: sentences. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it's on. I think it's on Seneca Avenue. It's. It's great. Look. See. Look. That's the food. Hey, that looks it's fun. It's really great. Good. It's a good time. Like you, you get a bunch of stuff. You yeah. yeah.
4: Mm.
2: Nepalese okay. food.
4: When in Queens.
2: While in. While in. Catman Duke. Yes. <laughs> when you're done branching your, your phone out from under a car. Oh, boy. Uh, with your dip. mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, with my mother. With uh, David's mom.
1: Yes. So. so uh, we- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> somebody. Because uh, he- there's that scene <laughs> where uh, Jesse gets shot, where Henderson gets shot and he like right. spits the bullet out. That happens at the bar.
2: That's right. That at the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I was right Oh, no, after. no, 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 no. It's yes. when they go to the hotel because that's it's when the, the dad hotel comes shit. in. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Right, they go to the motel because the, the sunlight's coming up. Yeah. Right. So they got to pull into a motel quickly and there's that great exchange where the old guy behind the desk says like, don't I recognize you from a while back?
4: I come and, here every 50 years. Right, or whatever. Be-
2: better make the reservation now.
0: Yep. Right. Well, I guess we should say because the, they do let um, that actor you were just
2: previously talking about get away. James LeGro gets
0: away. And so yes. he reports to the cops, to then bring the cops to
2: the right. first. That's motel what prompts the raid. Because yes. right. Right. Yeah. at first right. you think James Lagro is just a very featured extra. You're like, well, <laughs> getting right. a lot of right. reaction right. shots from He's, this guy. He plays yeah. teenage cowboy. That's his official title. Okay, uh, but he gets away. He's the one who survives. They go to this motel, and then they're raided. Uh, yeah. But even before that, little sneaky boy vampire. Yes, uh, Homer goes to the soda machine. Mm-hmm. sees a little girl who is right. Pazdar's sister which yes. he doesn't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and boy. And he wants a little friend. <laughs> and that sucks. Yeah. No pun intended.
3: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> so he brings her back and Pazdar's immediately like no way.
4: Yeah.
2: That's my sister. Mm. Dad comes in.
4: Yeah.
2: He's like who are these fucking kids you're hanging out with? That's when I believe the police raid happens very shortly yes, after that, yes, right? exactly. Yeah. And that's when Caleb kind of
1: rescues them, and so they're into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then Caleb escapes with his family at a certain point. I'm trying to remember the fucking plot of this movie. Yeah. I, it's hard I to just remember the, the last I, think I think
0: you guys, seen. it's actually... We flipped it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's easily. the shootout, they yeah. get away. And, right, and, and then, then the sister. Another motel, and then gotcha. the There's a lot of, of motels in this yeah. movie. There's yes. a lot of motels. It would look the yeah.
2: okay, combined motel. Um. The mm-hmm. anyway.
0: shootout's like great. It's like classic, yeah. and the bullets bit is cool. Yes, also, mm-hmm. and the then, light
1: coming in. I feel like she's finding cool ways to do fun vampire shit right. with no money. Right. Like yeah, yeah right, like yeah. the bullets bit. Yeah. Uh, very very simple, like practical. Yes. Yeah. effects. Or later really when impressive. you see them catching on fire, like that's that's just right. old school stuntman yeah, shit. it's, so it's fun.
4: Yeah. They just get really black and that's like cool, burn-y and yeah. Yeah, I and like then, it.
2: It's great. And then finally they go. Yeah. Poof. Um. There's but then there's CGI flames though. This other cool idea which I don't feel like I'd seen in a vampire movie before which is like what if we do a transfusion with normal blood. Right, it's right, right. It's so right, simple. Right. It's very simple. Like, just a get the blood out. Logical just do it. Yeah. like oh that might be the cure. Yeah.
1: Right, <laughs> right. Now that's silly. <laughs> uh, but because I buy it in this movie because he just got turned into a vampire. Right. How much yeah. blood could he have? Exactly. Like you know, vampire blood. Right. But vampires yeah. don't make any sense anyway. No, is your, is your doesn't I make mean any yeah, like, sense. why do they have yeah. blood but no like life? Like what, right? what are you talking about here? <laughs> they have like a brain. But <laughs> like, why whole, are they dead? You know what yeah. I mean? And, yeah. And like the
4: whole thing of her giving blood to him, like why does she even have blood? Yeah, right.
1: right, but they to drink do blood, but right. do right. they
4: have blood?
1: I think so. usually. They're supposed
2: to be dead. Right. Often
1: that's how you sire them, though. Is like you like. Uh, I guess. Give them your vampire but blood. But it's also I like they're
2: drinking so, yeah. blood through their mouth, but then it goes straight into their veins rather than their tummy. Uh, mm. Shouldn't they have a blood tummy rather than like <laughs> they do Uh-oh. have a blood tummy? But right, but then yeah, do they like poop? The nutrients go. to the
4: blood? blood.
1: Do they? I <laughs> don't know. Do they have question. like a digestive system? Before we just pee. I don't know. Yeah, right. It is liquid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of questions. See, You know, we've had so many vampire TV shows, so many vampire movies. and Still yet, so many hey, questions.
0: I still have questions. You should have the fans mm-hmm. tweet at Griffin and David what you think about vampire poop. Yeah, uh, hashtag vampire poop. Okay,
2: so here's my pitch for how we answer these questions. I want to make a procedural TV show called uh, a Transylvania General Hospital. Uh-huh. And it's a hospital that only treats vampires. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And every episode Can't you, you have. It's called it Vampire Hospital. Let's, let's shorten that Transylvania I, 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 General. I, you'd be a little What bleaky. about Transylvania General? Forget the hospital, right? Well, that yeah. will sound like it's about Transylvania Transylvanian general to me. But, you know, just <laughs> sound like it casts as wide a net. A vampire patent. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> well, that sounds good too. Yeah. Let's do two shows. Okay, I'm going to pitch General a s- Transylvania right. and Transylvania General. This is my new interconnected TV universe. <laughs> It's it's a series of procedural shows. Right. It's like Law
1: like and Order. I'm going to be the Dick Wolf be, vampire. Yeah, exactly.
2: So there'll be like a vampire Dick fireman. Wolf, more like
4: Dick Vampire. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, man. Why hasn't Dick Wolf ever made a spin-off about how he's a werewolf? Yeah. Uh, he should.
4: Yeah. Isn't that what Law and Order is all about, though?
1: Uh, Yes. The all the
4: criminals, world. they're like vampires. Uh, right. And like the, if the you cops think about are it. like lycans. Like it's yeah. like underworld.
2: Mm. I had a very short-lived character bit that was uh, Dick Werewolf. It sounds it sounds oh, yeah. bad where instead of howling at the moon he does the dun dun <laughs> oh, i'm glad God. that was short-lived very short-lived that's really good like about it lived about as long as it took me to do it once here are the stories <laughs> yeah, yeah sure um but but i want i just want to show that's like house where they're like trying to solve the like mystery the medical mystery mm-hmm. at the end of every episode the doctor goes like okay i figured it out here's the deal They poop blood, you know. Like the doctor just looks at the audience and explains a new physiological element of like Mm -hmm. vampires' existence.
4: Then must, then must like be
2: in the
1: works. We're doing
2: such a good job discussing uh, near near dark. Dark Yeah, Yeah. so proud of us. Yeah, me too. Me too. Very good podcast. We're gonna get two point five (laughs) million dollars. Um, what happens next? Uh, so now, now he's cured. Now he's a nice trucker boy again. Yep. Right. And the movie rides off in the sunset.
1: Uh huh. Uh, but unfortunately, well, wait, th- yeah, they want his sister exactly. Oh, Uh-oh. Mm. Uh, so because
4: she's a witness, and also because
1: she they, has they blood, turn her into a vampire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so then he gets on a a horse. Yes, there's the mm-hmm. horseback scene. Yeah. Uh, Classic
4: Western style.
1: Yeah. Great gloves. I mean, then like it's his gloves. <laughs> then it's just the final showdown, right? right. Yeah, right. it's just like yeah, it's just the big battle with. All of them dying in sort of fun, cool ways. Yeah,
2: mm. that's a great
1: um, showdown. Yeah, I forgot that they just cure May at the end though by giving her transfusion, which which feels like it
2: shouldn't take for
1: her. Exactly, she's been a vampire for years. Right. Like what how do you many get a...
4: years? Like she, 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 does she say like four years or something?
0: I thought she said forty. I thought 40? it was forty. Like oh shit. While. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, right. like you, when you get a blood transfusion, does it replace like all of your blood? <laughs> that
4: that that would mean that the right. person giving you blood gives you. All of her blood. <laughs> You're right. Like like, and then she dies. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a
2: limited amounts of blood at yeah. work here, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like with him, if it's like, okay, he's got very a very limited amount you of blood. He just needs to flush blood. it out of his it's, system. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, a cleanse, you know? Right. <laughs> but with her, it's like you need a full blood transplant, essentially. Mm. Right. Uh, that's weird. You got to Google it? Uh yeah, can also you like what cure blood type, type is she? <laughs>
0: like sure, no,
1: okay, is it the no, right no. blood type? How we much don't even know. Blood. Yeah. Do you get mm-hmm. in <laughs> a transfusion?
2: Okay, so this is, all these questions would be answered on uh,
1: transfusion. We should
4: have a doctor on this podcast. We, we should. We yeah. should. Uh, yeah. Well, we could. Vampire James doctor. Hamlin
1: could be on it. My coworker. He's a doctor. You have a uh-huh. coworker who's a doctor. Uh yeah, he's a star writer at the Atlantic. Uh, who used to be a doctor. And writes about stars about- at the Atlantic. <laughs> Astrology? Writes about health stuff. He's interviewed okay. Obama. He's like way much bigger, oh, way wow. bigger deal than I am.
4: And he's a doctor. Uh, yeah, he used wow. to have
1: a series called on the on the uh, site called "If Our Bodies Could Talk." He do, he's good. I love talking oh. to James
2: about my body. Well, Ben has a PhD. <laughs> That's true. Oh, well, no, I'm sorry, I forgot. You're not Professor Crispin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, let's
1: see. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm blood so transfusion okay. safe. Don't get it confused. Usually you get one pint of blood. Okay. okay, It's not that much. That's though. not that much. No, that's about as much as, you, as someone can give up, I think, as well. Okay. Right. Before you, uh, like, you know, faint. Oh.
3: Um, yeah, I like remember. Before
1: I, it's, like, medically unhealthy for you to give more. Like, your yeah, body yeah. can right. make more blood, but it takes, like,
2: a day. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in high school, uh, they wouldn't let me participate in the blood drive because I was uh, so uh, skinny that I said my body couldn't handle it. <laughs> wow. <sighs> I'm not allowed to donate blood because I lived in another country. Uh, really? Although I think oh, eventually wow. that, that lapses. Dirty British blood.
1: Exactly. <laughs> There's some time limit on it, like 10 years or okay. something. So I think I might be finally able mm. to. Uh, but, you know, they have a lot of like really intense uh,
2: uh, limits on who can get blood. Yeah, sure. that's true. There was also a point in high school where where my doctor thought I had mercury poisoning because uh, I was hanging out with Jeremy a, a lot. I was about
1: to say, we were eating a lot of sushi with <laughs> no, old I kids? No, I don't
2: eat fish at all. I eat zero seafood. And they were like, we think we, you might have dangerous levels of mercury in your bloodstream. Uh-huh. So wow. they had to take like 10 vials of blood out of my arm.
0: Oh, that oh. sounds like a lot.
2: A lot, right? Like, the little vials, but it's a no, like I know, it's a, pen. it's a pen. Yeah. So I'm, like, there. The and most of those I've done is, like, three. Right, yeah. I'm strapped yeah. into this thing, and it's just sort of going, and I'm, like, purposefully, like, looking away. And then I just hear the nurse go, oh. <laughs> and I went, what? And she went, uh, no more is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Your body was just, like, enough. Yeah, and then Yo, they we switched to out. the other arm and got five vials out of the other arm.
1: I last was, time, last time I had blood taken, I was just sitting there, and as the blood started, I was like, like as as it's coming out, I was like, I haven't eaten today, and the nurse was like, Are you fucking serious? Like, like, yeah. like that? And I was like, Yeah, I've just realized I forgot to have breakfast. And she just went like this. She just held her hand out, and I almost immediately went like, like, and she, I just my head hit her hand, and wow. I just conked out. Uh, well, she had to really put up with some bullshit. The last time
4: I did a blood test, I was supposed to not eat. It's, it's the worst. Like you're supposed to go. Like uh, I don't know. You say in English, but, like, right? You can't eat breakfast. before,
1: right? Yeah. If they're doing right. like cholesterol exactly. or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean,
2: fuck it up. Yeah, 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 yeah man. But it was fine. What they should have done when when you told them that was kept the the one sort of drip in to get your blood out, but then also giving you an IV drip with like a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so one arm they were putting burger nutrients drip. in a burger drip. They should yeah. have given you one of those. Burgers. Do you have any <laughs> burger reports? No, and I've been. Looking so. Do you have any
1: burgers? Burger what? Ooh. Reports. Oh, you know what? I saw Ben Mendelsohn eat a burger. Fuck. That's a burger report. You we were at TIFF. Mendelssohn TIF. eating a
2: burger? Did mm-hmm. you see nice. any famous people at the Toronto Film Festival eating burgers?
4: No. I only saw Tracy Letts walking by twice. That's it he wasn't uh, eating a burger did you check his
2: hands I, I saw Tracy yeah, right. <laughs> I
1: his hands Tracy you got a burger in
4: there somewhere yeah. like, was, show me your tongue <laughs> he was like alright anything yes, in your I mouth
1: do. yeah no uh, mm-hmm. he was awesome he was wearing that what sh- the fuck I forget now oh but, the Greta Gerwig t-shirt
4: yeah the Greta yeah, Gerwig yeah. t-shirt because he's in her movie
1: I, he's amazing at
4: and it. I saw him actually I realized later that the woman next to him was Greta Gerwig but I didn't recognize her
1: because
2: <laughs> um, I just
4: care about Tracy Letts
2: the one person all right, Greta didn't. Greta Gerwig was wearing a Tracy Letts t-shirt right I hope so her movie is the
1: the best movie. Really I good. I just, yeah. Really yeah. impressed. Um, uh, I went to a lot of parties at TIFF because you go to all these Jesus parties. Christ. Okay. Um, Humble, Brian. And yeah. but the only time I d- and obviously the parties often hidden play over here. <laughs> often
2: have sliders. <laughs> what, you get three house which, parties, which is a burger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what a slider is. <laughs> but I'm just I'm saying. Jury, I'm, I'm the Jerry O'Connell of sliders, okay? <laughs> the star? Been on them for years. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I mean, he really hasn't
1: been on sliders for years at this point. I was for a new <laughs> <year. Okay. laughs> Um, The, the burgers, uh, I'm, I'm like holding. I'm just, because you're the burger report judge. One of us has to be. Yeah, you know, where it's like, does this merit? The burger report. And definitely at the darkest hour party... Uh, that was when I, uh, for the new uh, Joe Wright movie, the uh-huh. Winston Church movie, I was so hungry and I had to like go to a screening after this party. So I was like trying to eat sure. as many hors d'oeuvres as I could. Like I was the guy who like anytime someone came by, I was just like, yep, give me that. That's fine. Let's just put it in my that's mouth. That's
4: like every critic though.
1: I know, but it's so bad for you because like I know. A, a healthy meal is not six sliders that you ate standing
2: up. <laughs> no. Like that's, that's no. not like a nutritious, it's your body's so not going to react to that with it, like, oh, thank you. Yeah. I'll digest this normally. <laughs> I, I've been like so desperate to find a burger report of my own that like almost any time I go to a restaurant that has a burger on the menu, I order it myself because I somehow think that we'll will will up another FIMO into showing up. Oh right, yeah, it's like you, you, you don't, don't even works. need
1: to be eating a burger for know, a burger no, report that's to that's happen. There's no correlation
2: in my mind but I'm just like, just Maybe be, be <laughs> the burger report you want to see in the world. Uh,
1: <laughs> so I'm standing there right by the kitchen door mm-hmm. so I can really grab some hors d'oeuvres and then Mendelssohn sweeps by me with his friends or whoever, I was mm-hmm. got, and they and he sits down, and he has brought many trays of food, including oh. the burgers. Oh. Uh, and he went, Ben Mendelsohn, uh Yeah, he looks like you uh, would picture he would look. He looks like he had a very natty suit on. Is he short? No. Oh really? No, he always height. strikes me as short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember him uh, seeming short. I'm going to look up his height now. <laughs> Uh, 7 uh, yeah.
4: Oh, okay. Five ah. eleven. Is he in, uh, is he in uh, Yeah,
1: and he's fantastic in it. He's, okay. uh, George, Stuttering George, King Stuttering George the sixth.
2: Mm. Uh, great in it. Who doesn't mm. love Ben Madison? Uh, no one.
1: <laughs> <Bingo>. Good answer. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, the, the Rebels? Uh, sure. Right, yes. That's, that's true. That's K2SO? Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, well that's been an episode near dark obviously
1: (laughs) is there anything else in the end I mean it's cool Um, when they all die yeah we have to talk about
2: that because it's really cool I think
4: Um, so then like they all the good thing is that they all start fighting each other about do we kill the little girl or not like they all start getting angry because like um, May doesn't want to kill her but then uh, all the guys kind of want to right and then the other woman also doesn't want to and she like helps her. Yeah, That's she,
1: the uh, Jack yeah. Goldstein. Yeah. Lou Diamondback. Yes. Yeah, Lou Diamondback Phillips. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
4: She tries and help her and then like there's this amazing scene where they're just running and the sun is like really up now and they were kind of just burning. It's really cool.
1: And the, the one kneels down. From the sun.
2: Huh? You can't run away from the sun. True.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, although there are movies where I've seen people run away from the sun. It's really bad. Mummy Returns has a scene where they're trying to outrun the son. Sure, the good really? son. <laughs> that scene where they're trying to run away from him. But they do cure May. <laughs> from Macaulay, yeah. With a blood mm-hmm. transfusion, which I'm not into.
4: Why? It's so hacky. Yeah, but it's so romantic. Oh, all right, well, it's a nice note, over. And yeah. it's like, it's a bit like, um, it's, it's a bit easy, but you know, all the others, others are dead. It's a bit easy, yeah.
1: sure. But yeah. all, all the others are dead, are dead after dead. all, so uh, and she's a good person. Truck blows up, one of them dies in the road. Mm.
2: Like, kneels down. Yeah. Turns into a pillar of salt, practically. It's cool. I just wish they could keep dating and and he didn't have to be a vampire. Like, I feel like that's the kind of progressive narrative I want. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. Griffin just made like a weirdly intense face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want it.
1: Uh, Near Dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep trying to remake it. I feel like that really? never happens, but you always hear that bubbling up. It came don't very close that. in it's the such
2: mid a 2000s. And then they said like, well, Twilight stole our thunder. And it's like, if you think that Twilight yeah. stole your thunder, then I'm you shouldn't have been about... remaking Near Dark. Then Jesus. you clearly don't understand Near Dark. right? Uh, it's a movie about grodiness.
1: <laughs> um, it is a grody movie uh, D.E.G. release It came out October 2nd Okay 1987 30 years ago mm-hmm. Like almost to the day Which yeah. month? 3.3 um, 3 million Was it's total domestic gross Bad? Uh, oh. On a budget of yeah, 5 sad. million <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It um, is number 50 In Box Office mogos Mojo's uh, Vampire Okay chart.
2: Uh. Is number one Hotel Transylvania?
1: No no, Hotel Transylvania is number seven. Wow. Think about it, dude. Oh, Twilight. There's, there's oh, yeah. four or five Twilight <laughs> movies, and then Hotel Transylvania two, and then Hotel Transylvania.
2: H two outgrows hg one. Yeah.
1: 169 to 148. Wow. Take that. Uh, then Van Helsing, Interview, oh, yeah. The Vampire. Those are the nine vampire movies that have grossed over 100.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and the Coppola Dracula one came
2: pretty came close.
4: close. That's a bad movie. Uh, it is. It's a great, looking great
2: to movie. look at. It's a great, like, making of book. Yeah. Uh, you know? I, tried,
4: I tried to watch it once in London. And there was a pub who was showing it for free, and I went with a friend. And I was like, what am I doing here? This is like the worst movie
2: I've ever seen. And I just walked out. But if you took still images and put them up That's in a gallery, the, it would be a great show. That is probably. not the best yeah, way to see. I know, Dracula Dracula I know. But it's something pub. like fun. Come on. Yeah, yeah like, sure,
0: sure. Right, right. A
4: vampire movie in the dark, weird pub with yeah. like weirdos there. Yeah. This is the best
0: way
2: to watch it. No? <laughs> I don't
1: know. Uh, but that movie's very like romantic and Gothic, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's
2: also, a movie that probably plays better with the sound off. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. and Keanu's horrible in it. Really, as, really bad. We'll yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about yeah. on Point Break. We're um, missed up from our finest actor. Number
1: one, the weekend of October second, mm-hmm. Near Dark opened 13th at the box office. Hey. Oh. Unlucky. Uh, <laughs> good point. Thank you. Um, so number one at the box office uh, is the second most successful film of this year, and I can't wait for you to tell me what the most successful film of eighty seven was. Uh, it was like a thriller that was like a huge financial hit. A huge zeitgeist thing, and it got a bunch of Oscar nominations. Don't think it won any. My, it didn't win any. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Yay! Attraction. Your favorite movie. My favorite movie. One uh, of my favorite Adrian movies. Adrian Lines.
4: I was gonna say it, but it's fine.
1: Sex thriller. Uh, Very not really. Good. So what do you, What would you call it? Sort of a. It's a erotic thriller. It's an erotic thriller.
4: One of the early ones. One of the best ones.
1: But it's also like a, a male it's Uh, a movie about yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
4: Uh, second wave feminism is making men paranoid don't know what to do with uh,
1: female freedom they're like that shot at her on the roller coaster, that's my favorite yeah, part of that movie. I love that so much. We yeah. were
2: also talking about how, like, Michael Douglas is fascinating because he was the first movie star whose persona was, this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. It's true. Like, there are, like, bad that. boys movie stars, but, yeah, like, no, he was Street, just, like, this guy fucking sucks. Disclosure. <laughs> right. There's, like, a lot. <laughs>
4: that's, that's all
2: his career. Yeah. It's he's true. Really
1: he's really a great. slime ball. He's, like, yeah. 80s yeah. king slime ball. Yeah, uh, Which is funny because, like, in movies like Wonder Boys, he's such a, like... Sweet little presence. gremlin, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I remember my dad seeing Wonder Boys and being like, I can't believe I liked Michael Douglas in this because sure. my dad was so revulsed for years by the Michael Douglas huh. persona uh-huh. that he like almost couldn't reconcile him playing like a guy that he didn't want to punch. Right, right, right. Um right. Fa- I that. Fatal Attraction, okay, which number one at is yeah. has been number one for three weeks. It makes it's made
1: thirty one million so far. Mm-hmm. How much do you think Fatal Attraction grossed domestically in nineteen eighty seven? 115. 156.
4: Yeah, I remember that. And it was also the highest grossing film worldwide.
1: I, right. Worldwide, I could see that. But it's the second highest grossing domestic. What is the highest grossing mm. domestic film of 1987? Was it, it was also, a comedy?
2: It was a comedy, Three, Man and baby? Three Men oh. and a Baby? Three Men and a Baby. God. That was the number one hit of the that's, year. I remember that because nice. that's the most anomalous number one film of a year right. <laughs> ever. And like the, the top five are Three Men and Baby, Fatal Attraction, Beverly Hills Cop 2,
1: Good Morning Vietnam, and Moonstruck. Jeez. In case anyone forgets that Hollywood's changed in 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So number two is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's a, sort of a fantasy comedy. Um which is interesting. Uh how do you describe this movie? Does it does it feature star- a big comedic star? Uh, yes, you know what it is clearly. Is it The Golden Child? No, good guess, but uh, no. It features a big comedic star, but I would say his star is about to be is sort of on the wane at this point. Um mm. but not not like an Eddie Murphy type. Like this is a comedian. It's uh-huh. not Chevy. No. It's I Think
2: n- Across the Pond. Across the British pond. guy. Dudley Moore?
1: Dudley Moore. What is the movie? It is a fantasy comedy starring a teenage star. Oh,
2: oh, but God, but which one is it? Oh. <laughs> uh it's not vice versa, right? No, no. It's a body switch comedy. As, I know. As Griffin I, know, has I, know. I know fuck, 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 fuck. The oh. Dudley Moore one. So wait, Dudley Moore is paired with not Kirk Cameron, right? It is Kirk. It Cameron. is Kirk Cameron. Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. Sean Astin is in this movie. Is the title alliterative? Uh, sure. Yeah, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, it's two words, and they both start with the same letter. It's right? four words, uh, but each phrase starts with the fr- same letter. Oh, fuck, God damn it,
1: I give up. I give up. Like give up. father, like son.
2: Oh, he's mad about it. <laughs> My is only that a guess first. That, that you didn't know. No, it happens yeah. once that's in a happens. while. Once in a while, okay. It's weird uh, that I know the movie and I don't know what it's called. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yes, that's pretty unusual. But it's a pretty anonymous title. To right. Be mm-hmm. fair. And there was that
2: weird period where like three of those came out in one year. Yeah, this sort of freaky Friday type movie. Right. But there were uh, three like dad body swap movies. Uh, My favorite well genre. well put. Yeah. Well
1: put. Right. Uh, number three, I mean, this is seriously, this is a tough one. Okay. I've never heard of this film but uh it does star someone we've talked about uh a lot in recent uh our recent interactions for some reason uh, on mic or off mic on and off mic uh but on mic a lot in the monday episode that we recorded uh it's a Talk crime thriller Hello, starring a uh, a white guy and a black guy um a, I've never heard of this movie. It's uh, it sounds completely fucking insane. We've talked about
2: the director, or the no, actor, the,
1: star, the white guy. It's okay, so it's
2: two leads. We ben
1: literally about. said his name at the start of the episode. Uh, David? No. Who? What? David Sims? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did mean it. I was one year old. It's not the foe. No. Ben said his name at the beginning of the episode. Right. this is a hard one to fucking. The title of the movie is a job like a, a, job. a job title. Is it like the Yes, blank? the blank. Mm. It's been out for 3 weeks. It's gonna gross 19 million dollars. It's an R-rated crime thriller.
2: Whew. jeez. I'm trying a total oh blank here.
1: Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. Can uh, you give me
2: one of the two actors?
1: Uh, the black guy is Louis Gossett Jr. It's on Iron Eagles. No. Uh uh I have no idea. It's the other star is James Belushi,
0: what? <laughs> uh,
1: and it is called The Principal. Oh, I know that movie. <laughs>
2: never I was hoping this. you'd never heard of it. No, yeah, I've movie? heard of this movie. It's like Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi's a high school teacher with a drinking problem. It's it's like if Dangerous Minds was violent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Grace. Jim Belushi is the new principal in town in like an inner city high school and has to lay down the He's law.
1: Transferred to a tough school, Louis Gossett Jr. is um like the head of
2: security at this right. school. Right. The poster is like him outside vi- of a, a school building holding a baseball bat. Yes, yeah, oh it's like just and it's like they <laughs> have to clean what? up the school. Yeah, uh, I guess just
4: beat up some kids. I yeah. guess
2: uh, All right. I have only seen the poster for that movie. I imagine it. Sucks. Is yeah, it, I don't think it's good. Yeah. Is it a comedy? No. No, 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 no. no, no. What? It, which
1: is, again, we talk about it on a, in another episode. Like, Belushi made a lot of dramas. Had a lot of shots. <laughs> <thoughts. laughs> yeah. Uh, so number four is sort of a, a surprise hit of 87, starring an Oscar-winning, well-known veteran actor and kind of a young star. It's like a kind of like a crime comedy drama uh, you've actually weirdly guessed the sequel to this movie in the box office game before. Oh, Stakeout. Stakeout. Out. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Uh have you seen Stakeout? Uh Richard Dreyfuss and uh, Emilio Estes. No, my
2: friend used to swear by Stakeout and, and and like hated another Stakeout. Another Stakeout is the sequel to Stakeout. And they had Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. Uh yes. Yeah. Uh, that came out like way That's at, the other it was, thing. like came out like 7
1: years later and it's right. like why are you it t- took too long. Stakeout was like a surprise hit. Surprise you know. hit.
2: Nope. Dreyfus and Estevez?
1: Dreyfus and Estevez, yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, it also features Aidan Quinn. The Madeline John Bateman director. John Bateman directed yeah, it. We had uh, Whitaker. He also directed another stakeout. Yeah. That's the director of Saturday Night Live. Uh, I mean, Saturday <laughs> Fever. Yeah, he's been directing <laughs> Saturday Night Live for forty-two <laughs> seasons. Um, uh, it's uh, what else? Uh, he directed uh, uh, War Deliverance, Games, right? He directed no, no that's Deliverance John Borman. Is John Borman. And... Uh, anyway. Number five is a well-loved hit movie of the year that uh, remains beloved to this day. Sort of a cheesy romantic movie that rocks. It rocks? Um, That rocks? It's a great movie. Does it roll? Sure, a little bit. (laughs) In a 50s kind of way. You like it a lot. Mm. This movie's pretty lovable. It, It stars an actress that I just had the biggest crush on when I was a kid. But that might not be that helpful because I had weird crushes. No, I was- <laughs> I, that's why I think it might be helpful. Uh, and the actor is uh, someone Bigelow will later work with.
2: Oh. Interesting. Not Keanu. No. Oh, is it a Swayze picture? Oh. It's Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty, dance. dirty nice. Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing.
1: Uh, had a huge crush on Jennifer Grey mostly in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. not
2: surprising. Matt. Yeah. Yes. All <laughs> queen
1: queen she's a queen. Yeah. <laughs> of the 80s. Uh well that that How do you one- feel about Dirty Dancing, Manny?
4: Um it's pretty fun. I think it's uh yeah, like it's maybe not the most woke movie ever, but it's uh No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no. But, but I, don't, uh, I, don't like, I don't like judging movies like that anyway. Nah, so. it's a 30-year-old movie. Jerry
1: Orbach movie. is in it. a great yeah. uh, That movie cost pretty much as much as Near Dark cost to make, but it made a little right. more money. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, that Oscar. movie almost went straight to video. I know. Wow. It, sh- and then it, sh- it feels it like it should go straight to video. Yeah. It's yeah. Weirdly the
2: stupidest art. idea for a movie uh, ever. I Do you know why I've never seen it? Uh, wow. but I saw Dirty Dancing Havana Night's opening night. It's a good movie. It's not bad. <laughs> Rama Gary, Diego Luna. Two pretty people. Yep. Yeah. That's a one. Uh,
1: which is like technically a set in the same universe. Is that the sort of gimmick with that
2: one? Right. Patrick Swayze appears in it, even though the movie is set 20 years earlier. <gasps> yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, sense. And he's 20 years older. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> uh, uh, other movies, you got Hellraiser. Oh, okay. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. That's so a good. crazy uh, yeah. 80s. That's number one in fun. the uh, the puzzle box genre on Box Office Mojo, right? <laughs> <laughs> number one in the configuration <laughs> so, queue. Someone
1: thinks he's funny.
2: Uh, <laughs> yes,
1: it is the number one Hellraiser movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, it made only $14 million mm-hmm. domestic. It's crazy that there have wow. been like four theatrical Hellraisers off of that. Mm-hmm. There are like yeah. 10 in total. There's so many Hellraisers. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, the pickup artist, young R.D.J. in a totally creepy movie with Martin one of the most tabagian films ever made. <laughs> God, he's such a creep. Uh, you got, but big, he's tobacco-ian. You got to give him credit. You got
2: big shots. Uh, big Shots. I don't know what that is.
3: Mm.
2: Looking it up. Okay. I this, know. this was my worst box office game in a long time. It's <laughs> kind of amazing, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. But yeah. It's I'm a a hard disappointed. one. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed myself. Uh, I'd like you know, to announce better, I'm stepping down from the you're podcast. You're
1: better from, but bo- no, never. You're better from games when you were alive. True. That makes sense. But even still, I feel like I'm usually better at sussing them out. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I have nothing for you on Big Shots. Uh, I don't know. It was called a big bad comedy. So I think it was sort of a, you know, there was some, uh, like it's like a black guy and a white guy, and I'm sure it's all very. Things uh, are bad. Okay. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, All very clever. La Bamba, number nine, with our boy, Lou Diamond. That was his breakout. Yeah, he's fantastic in that. Yeah. So we've uh, mentioned him twelve times yeah. in one episode. Uh, no way out with Gene Hackman and Kevin Costner.
2: Mm-hmm. And we don't that's have to go got. all the way down. Oh,
1: well, it's you know, the top yeah. ten. Um, Near Dark is uh, number thirteen. That's that sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. a bummer. It opened bad. in two hundred sixty-two theaters, uh, and it tried to build. Uh, it didn't didn't really, but it did expand the next week, and then it kind of just uh, you know mm. yeah vanishes.
4: But it's kind of known now. Like, people really like this movie now. Definitely. Think. Yes, but I
1: wish people film. could see this
2: movie. Yeah, well, yeah. It would be nice if the DVD, <laughs> the Blu-ray didn't cost yeah. 80 bucks on Amazon or whatever. Yeah. Right, or yeah. if it were available. I mean, this is like the great crime of, like, the death of video rental places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when all rentals exist digitally and then there's a rights issue. Yes. Suddenly it disappears from every single platform mm-hmm. simultaneously. simultaneously. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Well, I think well, I first saw it because my sister found it in a CX. To so the school,
2: very lucky in the
4: sex. Yeah, it's great.
2: Um, great movie. Yeah, fun to talk about it. Yeah, mm. fun to talk about other stuff as well. Manny, thank you so much for being You're here welcome. on the show. Thanks for having me. Um, if you wouldn't mind flying coach on the way back just because we're a little (laughs) what? Well, it just turns out that MacArthur grants less than I thought it was. (laughs) Yeah, Um, shit. I thought it was one million lump sum (laughs) and now I realize we're getting a quarter of $600,000. Yeah. That's that's, that's that's offensive. offensive. We might have blown our entire budget on this episode. (laughs) It was worth it, right? A, we had to buy near dark. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Every print available. Yes. Every print. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. At least we own the rights now. (laughs) That's true. So we can release it
1: on uh, Blu-ray. We'll I got this idea, like a real sexy cover, you know, a real Twilighty cover.
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's really, like, sex it up. Sure. Like, uh, I, I'm going to do a True Blood cover. Uh, <laughs> Let's put yeah, up sure. competing covers and see which one sells better. Great. Ask your followers. Uh, yes.
1: One of my earliest jobs on the internet was recapping True Blood for the AB Club.
2: Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. wow.
1: hmm Because nobody wanted to deal with that show because it had the worst fans.
2: hmm Really were like True Blood fans very territorial?
1: Yeah, and they were the kind of, the worst fans are always the fans who only watch that show. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. they don't like view TV as like some sort of like spectrum of programming that has good good things and bad things. They were sure. just like, I know I watch True Blood every week and I'm pretty sure it's the best show on TV. So what's mm. this B minus you're giving it? This you was know? a good
2: episode of True Blood because it was an episode of True Blood, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh,
1: in the yeah, I'm comparing it to nothing else, right. and uh, I love it. Yeah. I disagree with you. Fake blood,
4: <laughs> the truest blood.
1: Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia is another one of those South Park there are certain shows sure. where it's like the yeah. fans just don't watch other TV mm-hmm. they just love that show mm-hmm. they News. feel of
2: ownership <laughs> they're new they feel ownership yeah uh-huh. uh huh people people can follow you on Twitter
4: yes at Mani Lazic that's me
2: I believe it's Lazic but I'll let you off the hook for <laughs> well, that well I didn't one. put the accent kind of embarrassing yeah. but I'll <laughs> let you off the hook yes um, and, uh, and and follow your work on the Little White Lies. Yeah. Yeah. I still write for them and I write for other places sometimes. Mm-hmm. Don't shoplift it. No,
4: don't shoplift it. Go to the website else, or on, buy it proper. Head on yeah. over
1: to FOP, just walk out. No one's going to bug you. That's true.
4: But don't tell that to anyone. Come on. Just do it. Just to pay for it. It's nice.
1: How much does it cost these days?
4: I don't know. I get free. it for free because I write for them. <laughs>
1: Congrats.
4: <laughs> but it's worth it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's, the, that's the, uh, the lap of luxury we live in media. Where yeah. We get our own magazines for free.
4: Yeah, you have studios paying us to write good reviews and your magazine oh, giving you free. My issues. Marvel
1: checks got to clear. Right. Or else Ragnarok's getting a pan.
4: I mean, how much is Catherine Vigil giving you? <laughs> Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow paid for my trip here
2: so yeah, you know? yeah that's yeah. true she, it, it, we are basically a money money laundering operation for Catherine mm-hmm. Bigelow 100% mm-hmm. yep. uh, it's directors who feel like their names aren't mentioned enough hire us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hire us and other podcasts yes right some other podcasts <laughs> <laughs> in the exact same order at the same time <laughs> to discuss them yeah mm-hmm. um, but hey look we're probably the only podcast doing a near dark episode. Yes. For, yes, that's true.
1: We're the only podcast stupid enough to do a whole episode about a movie you can't watch. Yep. <laughs> uh but we watched it, we talked about it. Mm. Great job, yeah. What
4: what if that episode makes someone decide to make it available? Hey. Huh? Huh? Hey. Good the point. power of podcasts. They're ganging up on me
1: right now, guys. The power. I don't know why. They're like, uh, huh, David? Guys. Like what I've guy power. been arguing against this. <laughs> It's possible. It is possible, get and I hope it happens. And uh, yeah, I hope that this and Strange Days get proper releases on Blu-ray. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. you know, that are yes. available. They
4: just need to make a Bigelow uh, box set.
1: I would Blu-ray buy a box Bigelow box set, set. Yeah. just like my Nolan box set that came with a lovely book about him. I got
2: the same money with this little postcard. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Those little glossy postcards. Who wrote about him? Oh, uh, just, it. you know, Tom Stoppard. No, I don't know. It's like <laughs> copywriters. It's like very generic. Yeah. There aren't like essays. It just uh. like has like a description of like, his next movie was about Batman.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: have you heard of him? The superhero? Yeah. Well, that's what it's
1: about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Uh, but he has podcasts, so. Yeah, I'd love one of those. And you'd have to
2: like get the weight of water, but it would be fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's pretty light. I mean <laughs> Way down the box. Water's though, heavy, man. How much it. You have. I remember a studying
4: that in school. I don't remember
2: what the weight of water is Uh, no one does I guess I have
4: to watch the movie that's
2: right
1: spoiler alert it weighs (laughs) I don't know 40 pounds yeah what I think an hour 40 hour 45 why the fuck is it called well we'll see I haven't watched it yet we'll get to, we're <laughs> we'll get to it alright Ben alright ben, right, 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 right. ben hates this we're wrapping up Wrap it give up. Us, yeah. uh, give
2: us the uh, take so, us out that has been part 4 of our near dark episode uh-huh. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening please remember to rate, review, subscribe thanks to Andrew Guto for our social media Joe Bowen and Pat Rowlands for our artwork Lee Montgomery for our theme song go to uh, blankies.reddit.com for some real nerdy shit have you seen the recent thing that's going on in the Reddit? You have. Uh, which thing? That someone found. Oh, yeah. The misconnection in Someone Crankless? found a misconnection for my since-deleted Tinder profile. Oh. Because my <laughs> Tinder profile was so bad, they were like, I haven't been able to forget how weird this was and couldn't sure. figure out if it was a bit or not. It was a bit, right? <laughs> it was not. I just hate myself. Well, okay. But your whole life is a bit. Agreed. In that sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, wait. Are you going to go on a date with this person? I have no idea. I emailed with her and she was like, why would you make that
1: profile? <laughs> okay, maybe this isn't a winner for you.
2: Then, <laughs> good stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to explain to her my, my life now. <laughs> um, At least she's intrigued. Yeah. 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 My profile because picture was, was me with a fake gash on my chest. Right. <laughs> what, is, what was it from? Uh, Thanksgiving, the Go90 original series. Remember, it won a bunch of Emmys.
4: Wait, a gash on your chest? <laughs> no so like comment.
2: It was like makeup from a set that right. makes it look like I've been stabbed in the chest. But the oh. photo was pretty realistic looking. Okay, yeah. so maybe
4: it looks like someone went and dug out your heart, right? Hey. And yes. so you need to date someone to like find your heart again.
2: Yeah, it's a little That's lower conf- than that. I think it's got okay. more of a like, okay. a liver right, vibe Ben's, to it. Ben's going to kill Okay, you. Ben enough. is angry about <laughs> everything. He is scarlet with rage. <laughs> Classic. Sorry. Uh, wrap sorry, it up sorry Ben it's come uh, on go to, go to
1: Reddit yeah thanks to all, Aaron, all that stuff
2: for. Our I said social... all of that oh sure great <laughs> we're trying to wrap it up okay David come on <laughs> oh sorry let ex- no, David let me explain this to you okay
0: <laughs> we're now, trying to now end, he's going we're
2: trying to end the episode uh huh <laughs> so you shouldn't say things that I've already said mm. mm-hmm. uh, and as always <laughs> I literally I just pulled my leg what <laughs> recording a podcast I just pulled a muscle in my leg my leg hurts a lot right now <laughs>